Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. <laughs> the weekend so much because I got to see you every day this weekend and it was so much fun. Oh my god, yes we did. (laughs) We did hang out a lot this weekend. A bit too much if you ask me, but that's all right. Yeah, is that why you have your I hate Patrico (laughs) shirt on? Nobody nobody asked you, so that's a good thing. (laughs) So we're here uh, today (laughs) and tomorrow and then uh, off Wednesday and Thursday back on Friday. So, all right, all right. Listen, I'm not sure what anybody else's plans are. Because, you know, being that the 4th of July is in the middle of the week kind of screws a lot of things up for people. Are most people just taking the entire week off? Uh, I know a lot of people that they're working Monday, Tuesday, and that's it. Yeah, same. same. Like, I know a lot, a lot of people that are taking Thursday and Friday off. Yeah, it looks like every business in this country is either going to be, like, sort of understaffed or totally staffed with people that are very bitter all week. <laughs> Yeah, so we got a couple days off this week. But uh, this survey asked people which days they're taking off. Only 6% of people are off today, 7% tomorrow. Wednesday, which is the 4th, only 34%. Whoa, really? What the hell else are the rest of the people doing? Well, think about this. Yeah. Think about events like Fair St. Louis. Yeah, people are working. People are working. Gas stations, grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Also, also to a to a large portion of, of the people, it's prostitutes. A, a, a prostitution never is yes. does never yeah, that's takes. That's exactly what Jeff was going to say. Or it's a more of an evening or afternoon thing. So if you work in the morning, you can go do that and then go home and do your fireworks and whatnot. Nah, you know what I'm saying. Nah, or not. Apparently. <laughs> 
11% Thursday, 9% Friday. So yeah, it looks like fewer people are taking days off this week than you might have guessed. But just enough people are taking time off so all their coworkers can resent them. So, <laughs> so, so there's that. Yeah, as far as uh, our new company goes, Hale Hubbard. Hale Hubbard. Hale Hubbard. I think that it's just Wednesday that's the company holiday. Hmm. So not like Wednesday and Thursday. I think our old company would have just let us take the whole week. Yeah, they go, oh, yeah, we'll see you some. Doesn't matter, whatever. They'd be like, wait a minute, the 4th is on a Wednesday? We'll see you guys on the 18th. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the old company uh, played a little loose with the rules, you know? Yeah. I hadn't filled out a vacation form in 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) This new company's a bit buttoned up. That's all right. That's all right. A little structure sometimes needed. Sure. That is kind of funny. Old company... We haven't filled out vacation forms in years. New company, a federal holiday. You got to fill out your time card. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, even as contracted employees, like if you like on Wednesday, if we don't go in and mark holiday for Wednesday, you will not get paid yeah. for that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I to be honest with you, I've already done it, just so I would not forget. There you go. Uh, hey, if you don't fill out your time card, you ain't getting paid. Sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's another thing. If you don't hit submit, you are not you getting are not that getting paid. Track. All right. Yeah. That's right. A little structure. Little structure is good for us. You know when the email comes out in all caps, it's serious. Oh, yeah. All caps, multicolored. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. multicolored oh, yeah. too. Multicolored. You yeah. better fill out that time card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or hit Ooh. reply all. Is that uh. a green font? <laughs> Woo, baby. Yeah, green for money. <laughs> if you want some of that. If you want some of that money, better fill out your time card. So uh, Friday, Friday we had our buddy Chef uh, Will Pelly in here uh, talking about the spicy soup eating contest that was to happen later on Friday afternoon at Nudo House on Olive and Creve Corps, which I was a participant in, all to benefit Colton Wong's uh, charity, the uh, Hawaii Tsunami Relief Fund. Is that what it was called? It's Colton Wong. Hawaii Hawaii disaster 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 relief. Why am I thinking tsunami? Because that is Carlos Martinez's charity. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I I was a participant. And people could go there and kind of put bets on who was to tap out first, who was to finish first, who was to finish the most, stuff like that. And again, the money would go to the charity. And they were given 20% off. Of all uh, of all foodstuffs that day, well, twenty percent would go to, towards the charity. To the charity, yeah, not twenty percent off, but uh, there was a bet that I would finish, uh, that I would uh, tap out first. And I just want to say I did not. Whoa! Look I at did you. not tap out first, as much as I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I wanted to tap out first, wow. and and our video guy Ben was there, so we'll have video of this thing. But as much as I wanted to tap out first, I was determined to have this lady lose her money. Steve Ewing from The Urge tapped out first. Which... <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> I texted with him slightly after the event was over, and he said he had no qualms about tapping out. Thank He's you. like, you it guys was, are crazy. It was the hottest thing I've ever tasted. Was life. it? Was it? So, so Steve goes, I'm out, and you went, me too? 
No, oh, no, was no. I waited, I waited a little bit. I wasn't, I wasn't even the second to tap out. Oh, see, wow. I would have, I, if I, I would have went into it going, I'm not going to be the first to tap, and then you would have went, oh man, guys, I'm out. I'd be like, me too, me too. I'm out yeah. too. I was I'm second. Too. I was right behind you, but I was second. Damn it. Three. I quit. Dude, I watched some of that video. Holy So cow. the soup, I mean, a delicious soup, and it had a red, like the, uh, like a layer of red oil, the chili oil on the top. That was like an inch thick. And even if you mixed it, you couldn't really get it all in there because it was just, it was so delicious. You ever have something so delicious that you want to eat it, but it, you can't because it's painful? <laughs> <laughs> and there were a couple of Risha listeners sitting behind me. And eventually when I did tap out, I, I said, dude, you got to just try this. And this kid, I think, his head exploded. <laughs> it was hot. Well, Steve wow. Ewing's head was, I mean, head sweat. Yeah. yeah he, I was saw in that a full, he was in a full head sweat. And the fact that it was oil, like this chili oil, means it coats, so it coats your entire mouth with the heat, and then you could feel it going all the way down your esophagus into your stomach, expanding your stomach, and sat there for a little bit. Sat there for a little bit, and then uh, later on that evening, we were at the grocery nope. store. No. Oh, boy. No. We were at the grocery store, and I, I my stomach it, like went a bloop, and made a, t- <laughs> <laughs> made a turn, and I, I turned to my wife. I said, I hope the bathrooms here are clean, because... <laughs> Because <laughs> they're not going to. Because they ain't going to be for too long. Wow. I'm going to set them on fire is what I'm going to do. I hope the bathrooms are clean. Because it was straight fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's audio of me. I hope the bathrooms are clean and that there's an ambulance on standby. <laughs> I never experienced something like that before. <laughs> Spicy in, spicy out. Yeah. I remember Will saying, Chef Will saying, just kind of offhanded, it, it hurts as bad coming out as it, it did going in. It did. I, I, I've never experienced something like that before. Spicy you, in, spicy out. Do you experience this now? Any Anytime you ever have to use the bathroom in a grocery store, you forever will use that grocery store and think, I know where the bathroom is. <laughs> it's right over there. You're going to think about it every time. A little strategery when you walk in there, just in case I know. only an emergency bathroom, essentially. I was in the handicap stall. I put my legs up on the uh, (laughs) (laughs) the bars. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh, man, that's a visual I didn't need. I didn't need. You actually came away with with the bronze, didn't you? Uh, I did. Oh my god! Oh, man. So of the uh, the people that competed in this contest, only one man finished, and that was Chef Will. When everybody else tapped out, Chef Will, the creator of the soup and the spiciness of it, he picked up the bowl, put it to his lips, and everybody's yelling "chug," chug and Mm-mm. drank it, and drank the whole thing, and his nose started to bleed. That's how hot it was. Great. Are you kidding? Oh, Have boy. you ever, ever seen somebody eat something so hot they start to bleed? <laughs> I witnessed that on Friday. Are you kidding me? 
I tell you what, I saw the video. <laughs> I, I just don't get how that even works with the body. I don't know. I saw Colton Long's Instagram video of it, and he was, Chef Will was mixing it around. And you could tell he was contemplating and contemplating. And yeah. then when he picked it up finally and chugged it and stood up and started walking around, I felt it with him. His I felt it with bled. him. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah. Bump. Wow. Did you hear from him at all this weekend? Is he all right? I texted him on uh, on Friday. He was he was not in, he was not in great shape. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Imagine what little that you ate did to you. Oh, I imagine the full bowl. Imagine. I can't even imagine. Again, it was the oil that the it was the chili oil that sticks uh. to everything. Just so it coats and, and it just slowly gravity is just slowly takes it out of you. Oh man, takes it right out of you. <laughs> no I went to the chance. customer service counter. I said, "Did I just write a check?" <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to apologize for <laughs> stall three. <laughs> yeah, three hundred should cover it. So, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so that was uh, that was Friday. Oof. Good. It was fun. I had fun. I'd never done anything like that before, like a contest like that before. I've always seen it, never did it. Check yeah. that off the list. There you As go. A never againer. <laughs> never again. I uh, went to Chuck E. Cheese for the first time on Sunday. Wow. wow. Adventurous weekend. Yeah. I had gone with kids nine years, nine solid Years without stepping foot into a Chuck E. Cheese. That's a good run. It that really a is. Great run. Yeah, you that should be proud ended, of yourself. You got to be that proud. That streak ended yesterday, as my daughter celebrated her seventh birthday. She insisted she had gone to a party there, and she had her mind set on it. I was going to ask you if your kids even knew what Chuck E. Cheese was. She but they went had to gone. a party because every time I'd say it's up, it's closed or burned down. <laughs> Then she walked over. The place looks good for having burned down the last fourteen weekends in a row. But some friend invited her to a Chuck E. Cheese party, and she went a couple months ago, and she was locked in. I need to have my party here, and that place is definitely for little kids. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely a little kids kind of place. I think your your daughter is probably the top of the age, like. Next year, that might be dumb. Yeah, to her. yeah, yeah. Because my son, who's nine, you know, uh, I said, uh, Sam, you have a good time. He goes, eh. Yeah. It's not, you know, video games are cool, but, you know. It's been years since I've been in. What is it like now? Does it still have the ball pit and all that stuff? No, or is that no, all no. Gone? that's gone. Wow. Really? It's too bad. Where are all the germs go then? <laughs> Did you see any, how many parents got in fights? No, I asked. I went to the manager. I said, one of the parent fights is that at one thirty. I'd like to sign up for the 12 o'clock fight. Is that, uh, see that lady over there in booth four? I'd really like to uh, go at her. Yeah. I brought, her uh, I brought a, a couple bitch. knives with me. So <laughs> what time? At one thirty, two o'clock? Elbows are cool, right? I can throw an elbow. Is that okay? <laughs> I'll need two more and, glasses. I mean, there's of only wine. so much ski ball somebody could play. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but the pizza wasn't bad, honestly. 
No. Pizza's not terrible. The Everybody pizza's gives not it a terrible. Bad, everybody gives it a bad rap, but it's not bad. It's not the greatest it's of pizzas. It's not the best. It's not the best. But I've had way it's worse. It's not the worst. I've had way worse at pizza places. Is it, in, like, is it in squares or is it in... No. No, it comes in the rounds. Triangular. I'm trying to remember it. It's triangles. Uh, it's way different than when we were kids. Way different. Oh, it is? It's not the same thing? Oh, so that night thing and day. And they like, have salads. I just said salads. Salads. Salad. Salad. Oh, <laughs> I think I they have salads. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that sounds salads. dumb. <laughs> they got salads and they've got uh, thin crust pizza and breadsticks. Oh, and, lovely. Uh, they serve alcohol, too. They yeah. serve beer. Wait, we have a former co-worker on tour. His 21st birthday, he and his friends, they were going around different places, and that was one of their stops. Oh, was that Dave? Because Yeah, Dave, because they because he loves the pizza there. Huh. Yeah. No way. Do they still have the band? Uh, they have one animatronic, Chucky, and that's basically it. That's Everybody it. else is in rehab. They got so. rid of the band. Yeah. They got rid of the band a few years back. That thing is a birthday factory. Yeah. They got everything organized. You get in, you get a certain amount of time, then you're out, and then and the table's out, cleaned and your, reserved for the next one. You got your party coordinator. She's there with a headset. She sure is. For real? Barking out yeah. orders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Well, hey, you little jerks. Sit down. Chucky's coming out. <laughs> oh, whoa. All right. All right. Hmm. And then Chucky comes out. You can tell he's crying under it's usually under, some four, 15, 16 year old kid under, under the, uh, yeah, under the mask. You could tell. I know you're crying, Chucky. <laughs> He's getting mascot herpes right now from everybody else who wore the thing. <laughs> no, but it wasn't bad. I, I, I but I, I'm sure. I'm sure it depends on which area, uh, which which Chuck E. Cheese you go to, if you want to see some fights. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. The one by my neck of the woods, uh, out there in St. Charles. That gets sketch. It really does. It gets pretty sketch. I say that's the one I would pick most likely to have the fights. That got real. It got real sketch. The last the last time I was there, I almost got into a fight with a parent. <laughs> so now, what is it usually over? Because I'm as I'm kind of hanging out there yesterday. I'm wondering what could people fight over. I guarantee is you, it it, tickets. It's over tickets or hogging a game. Yeah. Or for 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 my personal example, it was. So they have the games where you use the card, you scan, and you get to ride the little car around five mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Well, this the one in St. Charles, in the very back corner, they have like a jungle gym almost, mm-hmm. where it's free. They got a slide. There's a rock climbing wall little thing. This and is for my, the kids or the adults? The kids. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and my daughter loves slides, like playground slides. So she's going down this slide, and then we got there early. So as the afternoon kind of picks up, it starts to get a little busy. And there are kids that are now running up the slide that are kind of almost bumping her out of the way that are not being very nice yeah, kids. Yeah. And, and my and daughter's, daughter's very shy small. and she's small and she's in the back corner. She does carry a knife though. Mm-hmm. She does. And the parents are just sitting right there just chatting. Yeah, it's like you're going to are you going to and not talking and not addressing the children at all and eventually I being Mr. Passive aggressive uh, passive aggressive as I am one kid walks up and kind of pushes my daughter out of the way who's at the top of the slide to then go down and I go we're just pushing kids whoa 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 <laughs> just like that and then none of the parents moved and I and I this was my mistake I looked directly at one of the parents and this is not passive aggressive I went don't worry I'll handle it 
Just oh like that. Boy. And my handling was, I grabbed my daughter and I looked at my wife and I said, we got to go now, right now. We got to go right now. <laughs> it is time to go. Yeah, I mean, for the little kids, it's a good deal. You get the card, you get unlimited games for like two hours. That's fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's a lot of parents that think that that's just babysitting for oh, them. Yeah. They can just sit at a booth we, and drink and eat pizza. We sprang for the Dippin' Dots for the kids, too. Oh, oh did you? the yeah. ice cream of the future. Yeah. Yeah, there was... Uh, uh, th- there's, I, I trust me. There are kids there that when they show up, it is Lord of the Flies, <laughs> and and they walk in and it is just all you see is tickets and sprinting and like no parent at all. Like Jeff said, they sit at the booth and yeah. eat the pizza, and there I I scanned a card, boop, and my daughter, you know, got a holder to play some of the games. I'm like, all right, babe. I'm like, hit the button when it gets close. And some kid walked up and went and hit the button. I looked at him. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I'm good at this game." Okay. I'm like, "You wouldn't need to get away." Hey, from look, me you right little now. fart knocker. That's what I would say. <laughs> you need to get I'm away right now. Back when, back when I was going a lot, they used to stamp your hand with an invisible number, they like the entire yeah, family was now. all yeah. the same number. They yep. do that. Okay. They do that. Yeah. And there's a there's a big giant sign that says, "Those that show up together leave together." Aww. So like, if I wanted to leave, I couldn't leave on my own. Like you had to come, you had to go and leave with your group. Huh. Like you couldn't walk out on your own, like right. just to run out to the car real quick. Or I'm something. sure if I was like, "Hey, I gotta go run and get something," right? Oh yeah, I or like if saying. I gave an explanation. Yeah. Yeah, are you allowed in there anymore, Jeff? No, uh-uh. I didn't even know they were. They told me they had closed them all. Jeff walks in. And- <laughs> <laughs> they have a button. <laughs> Back when we used to go there, there was still all the tubes up in the ceilings. I don't know if they still have those. those. Are gone, those long are gone. gone, long gone. That's where kids used to go poop. They'd go up there to go poop. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. There used to be like, okay, so imagine a McDonald's play place, and you know how they have those tubes that kids oh, go there? Oh, God. It was all, all the around the ceiling. Oh, Oh, God, yeah. You'd be like, where's idea. my one and a half year old? And, so, and then a dad or a mom would have to go up in the tubes and just look for a kid, and then there's just piles of poop. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> I, wow. I bet you a lot of people had that experience without the poop. <laughs> and listen to you going, man, that guy is weird. He finds himself in some weird situations. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were so Seven years I went there, no poop. Jeff, one time poop. Piles. You went there, just piles of poop. Piles. Whose front yard am I in right now? (laughs) Why am I picturing like Jurassic Park? With like giant steaming piles of dinosaur poop all over I thought it was furniture at first. He's trying to find his daughter and just keeps lifting his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Caca. Ah. Well, also, now I can check uh, Chuck E. Cheese off the list. Let it go, man. And here's that. I had a action-packed weekend. Action-packed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, because all, all you read is the horror stories. Of course. You read the horror stories. You read about the fights. It's easy to make fun of. It's easy to inflate stories. Also, you know will you guys go back, I'm assuming? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, a, that's a one and done. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. It's not as bad as you thought. I had a good time. Everybody was having smiles. Are you going to go back? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Sprayed the place down with well, gasoline before he left. <laughs> it did it. Don't need to do it again. Uh, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from Washington, Missouri. It's Scott Finn. Hey, right. Scott. Hey. Scott, Scott yeah. Finn. Is our Team Riz member of the day. Scott is a proud podcast weirdo. He listens every day on his two-hour commute and often re-listens on the weekends. Well, yeah, that's what I do, too. No, you don't. Just in case I miss something. And 
and he would be honored to be a Team Riz member and rock that super sweet Team Riz member jersey. You got it, Scott. Scott is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. You, you just equated hot soup competition and show and 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 not showbiz what's it called now chuck e cheese with the same emotion did it never again <laughs> just marked it off hey just real quickly i know you always say it but it's kind of glossed over at times to sign up to be a teamers member of the day it's a certain place and it's not the show email as the person and tone i know you look at them too mm-hmm. but a lot of people will email stuff oh, and okay. then go oh yeah and sign me up for teamers member no, too that's not it. the way to do you it you got to go to 1057thepoint.com/slash Team Riz. All right, later on, sex time fun facts, sex toy of the week, and uh, we'll talk about the Riz show losing a member yesterday, officially. No, not Gary. No, Carter Hutton got traded. What do you think? You thought we lost Gary? (laughs) I thought we did. I was like, I was not made aware of this. No, Gary's still with us. We lost Carter, though. <laughs> All right, more on that next. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. And your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Thank you all for your messages on uh, social media yesterday. I'm doing all right. You sure about that? I'm doing, I'm doing all right. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good times that yeah, we lost another hockey player. Here's the thing, blues players, listen to this. If you want to have a great season and then sign a great contract with another team, you come on this show because that's what happens. That's no, our sales pitch. It. There it is. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. If Hockey players, if you want out of St. Louis and a big contract to do so, you come on this radio program. <laughs> and we've officially got no more hockey insiders. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy for Carter Hutton. I am too, man. Very much so. And, and very well uh, deserved. It's, very a, well it's deserved. a bummer, but... but Super happy for him. Signed a nice old deal with uh, the Buffalo Sabres. That's what it is. It's Buffalo Sabres. Yes. Sabres. The Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> Sabres. And he'll be the uh, the number one over there. As far as I know. Yeah. Are we are we sure about that? Well, he's he'll he'll be given the chance. Yes. They got a young goalie. He'll he'll be competing for the number one spot. Okay, over there. that's good. That's good because originally that's not what I heard. He'll be competing. Yeah, there's a possibility <clears throat> for him to be competing. Well, the man should start. Period. The man should start. The man had a great. Great season. Absolutely. Last season. Yeah. I mean, what? He had the, the he was the number one goalie. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had the best ERA in the league for a while. ERA. Uh, <laughs> goals, goals against. against. Yeah. yeah G-A-A. He, had a, he had a zero ERA. Yeah, he, had no, he gave up no home runs last year. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. <laughs> but it, it was uh, it was inevitable. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I was really hoping they were... Gonna conjure something up. Yeah, I mean, it was a small chance of him staying, but yeah, you know, he took what a uh, two-year deal. I believe that was it. Yeah, maybe a three. I two have three it. Years? I have it somewhere. Almost three million dollars. I did read something interesting though. Like, in order for him to get the starting role, he just has to block a lot of 
the pucks. Oh, that it's, is an idea. It's mm-hmm. starting in training camp. Yep. He's supposed to keep the pucks. That's a hot take. Yeah. Thank you. I also read a headline where he left some money on the table. Yeah, I saw. I, heard, I saw that. I don't. I don't remember who it was. Was it a New York team, maybe, or one of the actual New York teams, like uh, the Islanders? And yeah, Rangers maybe. So was that like as that? a as a as a backup? I, I yeah, I guess so. Yeah. See, yeah, I, uh, and that's <clears throat> all of us are happy for him because he's going somewhere where he may be able to start. Yeah, the, three the, years, two point seven. The man should be a league starter. Period. Yeah. Yeah, nice guy. To prove he, was, it. he was great on the show. And we're going to miss him. I texted with him a little bit yesterday. I said, congratulations. And he said, thanks. And I said, you know, life's good. Go enjoy. And if you're ever said, in town. Number. I said, if you're ever in town, you know, look us up. And haven't heard back from him. Yeah, why would he? Why, <laughs> a, why would he come back to town? Right. Well, I mean, to and, play and hockey. And then ever look you up. You know, and play, play <laughs> hockey. <laughs> the, ba- the best is I, I texted him as well. And I said, congrats. And I said, you know. Uh, good for you getting, you know, getting what's yours, like getting getting paid. And I said, "Can I borrow five dollars?" And he said, "Thanks, man, appreciate it. Absolutely not." I said, "All right, <laughs> good stuff." And cutting ties. Thank you. <laughs> and this will be the last time we speak. So um... this message was self-destruct. <laughs> New number. Who dis? Yeah, he's gonna wind up getting some other crappy morning show in Buffalo now. <laughs> Yep, he's going about us. It's gonna be crappy, and he's gonna go. I should have signed he, St. Louis. He did Damn tell. Man. He did tell me. He said. He and this is, quote mark my word I will call into the show at least one more time yeah oh, okay oh. very nice tell him we're off on on Wednesday and Thursday <laughs> he meant 2019 uh-huh. maybe even 2020 <laughs> but uh, well we wish him nothing but the best and we're gonna miss him and uh, much like when when Kevin Shattenkirk left and mm-hmm. now with Carter leaving we will move on. You know, it's probably a good thing we never picked a, a solid name for what we were going to have that segment be called because it yeah. would have been a waste. Hanging with Hutton. <laughs> Nothing but net. This is hockey with Hutton. <laughs> $11 we spent. It's a puck parlay. Hockey with Hutton. That, that one's 28 <laughs> minutes long. Put those all in a folder. Between Two Pipes with Carter Hutton. We should package those and send them to the big morning show in Buffalo. Yeah. Just in case, you guys. Yeah. Here you go. Put them in a folder. Time to post up and chat hockey with Hutton. Give them to Carter. Are you dumb about hockey? Get smarter with Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Holy puck! It's hockey with Hutton! Where's my favorite? He's one badass motherfucker. This is hockey with Hutton. And here it is. Cutting it with Carter. That one's good. That one's okay. I know which one you're going for. Gals getting cool. This is hockey with Hutton. Oh, I don't That's know. it. I, there got it is. The, uh, I got the right bell. I don't know. All right, let's get to some emails. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. After the trade was announced, oh, and I'm sorry, when it wasn't a trade, it was just him signing with Buffalo. And then him officially changing his Twitter, mm-hmm. his Twitter picture to the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Uh, then the messages started flowing. And as if we did lose a, 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 a Risho member. And mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. And we did. All right, emails, Jeff. Yeah, this is from Steve. I guess you, uh, Riz, you gave your um, 
your tipping trick for uh, the bars at wedding receptions, I guess it was. Oh, yeah. If you're at a wedding, <clears throat> or you could also use this for a bar mitzvah. Mm. Shalom. Uh, and also with you. You uh, just give like, uh, you know, give a big tip at the beginning to the bartender. You know, if it's an open bar kind of thing. And make sure he sees it. Make sure he sees it. Mm-hmm. He or she sees it. Hey, this 20 right here. All night. <laughs> and you put it in the... You and I are going to have a relationship. All night. There you go. 20 all night. And then you put it in the tip jar. But you make you got to make sure he sees it. Uh, Steve here did that, and he said it was the best advice ever. It worked perfectly. Oh, great. Hey, look at that. Worked for us over the weekend as and, well. And, you know, you're given sometimes special privileges mm-hmm. after you do that. But don't do a Costanza where you put it in and he doesn't see it. Right. And then you pull it back out to put it back in. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is from Kevin, and Kevin took his dog to the groomer this past weekend. And the groomer suggested that uh, Kevin have his uh, dog's anal glands expressed. And just wondering if he, uh, the dog lovers on the show have ever heard of this weirdest conversation he's ever had. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, there's several breeds of dogs where you have to do that. The the, the anal glands? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Boston Terriers. Um, uh, I mean, a whole bunch of the... the if, if, your dog is a chronic, if your dog is a chronic rub its butt on the ground... It may oh, like have mm-hmm. it may have problems with their anal glands, yep. and a lot of times a dog will. Okay, this is going to sound horrendous. So your dog's sitting on your couch or sitting on the floor, and it gets up, and you're like, "Oh my god, the dog peed." It's leaky anal glands. Oh no! And it's gnarled. Oh, yeah. and it smells like hot death. Oh yeah. Oh no! <laughs> gnarled. Oh boy. Like bull, like some bulldogs need that, and uh, like I said, Boston Terriers are pretty pretty infamous for it. at least a couple so of leaky now. anal glands yeah. is that a thing yeah and you go in i guess with a digit and you just and one on the outside oh. one on the inside and you just squeeze oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm done for today this is it for me this is something that it, that's common yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah can you do it at home we have to take it to a oh no you, no you can you learn can, how to do it yeah sorry. you can do it at home yeah. i mean it, but it's, it's common with you talk about with the animal you talking about the dog. <laughs> yeah, you got to know. If you're getting a dog, you should know certain breeds. Well, I want to get a couple of practice stuff. rounds in before we do the Me- real thing. Megan, Megan in the chat room said perfectly. Smells like hot fish remains. Oh, oh no. So it smells gracious. like no, when you go yeah. fishing, you leave the fish outside, the fish wither up. That's the smell. Okay. Mm. Yeah, well, we're back to 0% on the risottos getting a dog. Now, is there less than 0%? Next. Uh, this is from Caleb. Uh, listening to the podcast of Friday's show, talking about support animals uh, and his girlfriend. Caleb's girlfriend's legally blind, and she needs a service dog. And it is uh, the most upsetting thing to uh, Caleb and the girlfriend to see people who abuse the whole service animal thing that we were well, talking about. Well, we had about. a story last yeah. week that there are a bunch of different airlines now banding together. That are looking to outright outright ban all service animals except for dogs. Yeah, right. And Caleb's saying that hey, that affects that affects the girlfriend. It affects people in that world that really truly need the service animals. Yeah, the people that truly need the service animals should be pissed at the people that are taking advantage of the system. Like, up oh, my service my, cow, uh, <laughs> service Betsy over here needs to get on this plane. I like to pet her to calm me down. Mom, why do you have the Oreos with you? 
You can't bring her on the plane. But she calms me down. Yeah, patting her udders really helps me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's not the airline's fault. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's the people that take advantage of the system, and they need to change it. Yes. Is this the St. Louis Zoo, or is this a Delta flight to Newark? This is a plane, not an ark. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Uh, This is uh, from Cody. Great uh, bad neighbor situation and. Okay, here we go. Last couple of years, Cody has had a couple of, or a new neighbor move in next door. First six months, great. Loved them. Very friendly. They're outside. They'd say hello, take care of their lawn, everything. Recently, within the last year, rarely sees the neighbors at all. They cut the grass about every three to four weeks. Oh, no. Never trim the weeds. They never pick up any of the trash, such as buckets, tarps, and wraps in their yard. It's a total mess, he says. And keep in mind, their cars are always at home and their dogs are outside every now and then. However, he never sees the actual people. And then within the past week, he was cutting the grass, or I'm sorry, at first, he noticed a very strong odor of dog doo-doo. And he was cutting the grass on that side of the house and noticed a large amount of dog crap laying all over the yard with all the trash laying around as well. Honestly, doesn't look like they've picked up the the poop in weeks. Almost unbearable to smell, almost unbearable to be outside the house without getting hit with that stench. And he wants the advice to take care of this. Do you knock on their door? Do you go to the cops? Do you go to the city? What do you do? Let me start by saying that I'm not a huge fan of neighborhood associations. Oh, you can't put this fence up. You know, you got to have this color. You can't do this. You can't do that. Pull your trash cans inside. Although, for this kind of instance, situation, I'm okay with them. Yeah. Because sometimes the neighborhood associations are the ones that kind of give you a little kick in the ass going, you know what? Your lawn sucks. You got the trampoline outside. Right. In the front. Mm-hmm. You can't have the outdoor furniture. Oh, it's, I'm sorry, the inside furniture outside. <laughs> and yes, your front porch is considered outside. What are those, two uh, two uh, minivan uh, captain's chairs out in front? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's my gaming chair, man. I am a fan of the neighborhood associations for that kind of thing. And if you don't have a neighborhood association, call the city. Yeah, I'm sure there's some city ordinance. Depending on where, I guess, depending on where you live. Yeah. Where, where do you say he's from? Uh, it doesn't say. More actually. information needed. Okay. So what is he, I mean, you could always go over and talk. You could go over and talk. You could do an anonymous call to the city or an email to the city. Good luck with that talk. Yeah. So it depends. Though. If he lives in Jefferson County, he may have to quit mowing his yard and put things in his yard. Just to catch up? Yeah. That's the ordinance with them. <laughs> you know, I had a neighbor once that I never saw. And I mean, it was a few years, and I never, ever saw the person. I think it was, I, the only thing I know was the other neighbor told me, oh, yeah, there's a guy that lives there. I never saw him. Wow. My S- hero. Still to this day. My, yeah, guy's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> never, yeah, but I mean, that's when you start questioning, like, What's going on in there? Yeah. What's going on in that house? Well, listen, when you when you get a neighbor, it's his luck of the draw. 
You might have neighbors that you love and spend time with and consider real friends, or you might wind up with annoying neighbors that drive you crazy. So there's a website called Porch. I guess this is a site that connects homeowners and professional contractors. So they surveyed 1,000 people to find the most annoying habits of bad neighbors. And topping the list was being nosy. Hmm. That was followed by being too loud, not picking up after their pets, parking on someone else's designated spot, and leaving their kids unsupervised. And then there was calling the police on a neighbor, leaving notes on a neighbor's door instead of speaking face-to-face, having loud sex, visibly walking around while fully or partially naked, (laughs) and having landscaping or other items that block a neighbor's view. And the survey takers were also willing to admit to some bad behavior of their own, with one in ten admitting to playing loud music or um, talking loudly enough that it would annoy their neighbors. But in this particular situation, I don't know, what do you do? I mean, maybe you knock on the door before calling the cops. I wonder what the inside of the house looks like. Yeah. Mm, I I don't want to know. I'm sure it's sparkling. Yeah, I usually say if the outside is well kept, then usually the inside is. Yeah. Because it takes a little more effort to do the outside. But it's it's really easy to get lazy. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, the outside looks good. Yeah, and we're giving a good impression. That's it's okay. easy to get lazy and not cut the grass or edge. So every three weeks they cut, huh? Three to four. Oof. Yikes. That's it's probably. High. There's probably no lawn. It's all weeds. Yeah. It's got to be all weeds. And this is clumps of wet grass out there after they oh. cut it. Yeah. Think That's about not wet grass. Think, think about how bad how bad a shape the grass is in if they have several if there dogs. there even is and, grass. Yeah. If there is, there's probably a lot of uh, brown circles. Mm-hmm. And weeds. And weeds. Clumps. Huh. Next. Uh, this is Jimmy, uh, pool nightmare story for us. This should be fantastic. The wife and the granddaughter went to a rec center in a certain area on Saturday. While they were swimming, they were told to vacate the lazy river area because someone found a condom in the water. Oh, what? Wow. Uh, they say, Riz, you would have probably be- uh, became Jesus and walked on water to get out of there that fast. <laughs> the- would have risen above the water and then... <laughs> My question is, do you think they should have emptied the entire pool of water to clean it? Keep in mind, this is just in the Lazy River area. For just a condom? Yeah. Because and this they, is, is this at a, um, is it at a town rec center? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like a. I, I don't say where because. No, I, no, of course not. But uh, he says that they did not empty the entire pool, just the. I mean. You clear it and light it on fire and then you rebuild. <laughs> no. I mean. A floating condom. I mean, it, do, you, do you drain and scrub? I don't think you do. I don't think you need to with that much water. So what about, what about so then a piece of duty is fine too? <sighs> it's the same thing, if not worse. I don't know. It's the exact same thing. Moon? Tell me it's not. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know. I mean, I would want it drained. I would too. But... Yeah. I would want to drain, too. I bet you most places would not drain it. Well, the cost, I mean, for having the place closed, and that water ain't cheap. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of water. 
Ah, man, that's tough. That's but you got to err on the side of caution. That's a day or two to drain and a day or two to fill. Yeah. Now, are we talking about the condom still or the... Dang. Sorry. Man, that's tough. <laughs> that's a tough call. When you have to apologize for your own comments immediately after you make them, <laughs> take a seat. Still getting the old rhythm, aren't you? We're down here. That'll, that'll do. That'll do, Scott. Thank you. You know, down in Gulf Shores, the uh, we had some family staying at a, a really, really nice... Um, it's like one of those condo buildings you know you like rental vacation condos uh-huh. and somebody from the eighth floor threw a beer bottle and it smashed right next to a relative i'm talking two three feet and the glass into the into, into the, the lazy river closed it down yeah that's well once you get glass in there that's that's it Close it's over. down. condom though mm, i'd again i would want it drained yeah i'd want it drained Resurfaced. I want an all new staff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, Hey, this Mike says, uh, Hey guys, just want to say what's up, Mike. Oh, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Hey, it's Mike. Hey, Mike. Mike. What's going on, man? Oh, that's it? (laughs) Hey, Mike. (laughs) What up, dude? Hey, Mike. Pseudo show. Traffic and wet. Hey, guys, just wanted to say what's up, Mike. Okay. (laughs) Hey, what's up, Mike? Ah, Mike's smoking weed again. Okay, good. <laughs> what time was that sent over at, you see? 3.20 in the morning. There it is. All right, welcome back. This day, July 2nd, 1991. What happened in St. Louis? I know you know the answer, Patrico. Don't say anything. Say it one more time. This day, July 2nd, July 2nd. 1991. Something happened in this city. Uh, Royal famous. Guns and Roses? Is that your final answer? What do you think, Jeff? That's what I'll go with, yeah. It was the Ryder Riverport. July 2nd, a day that will live in infamy, Mm. or music infamy, at least in St. Louis. This day, back in 1991, Axl Rose jumped into the crowd at what, what was then the Riverport Amphitheater, and thus started a riot. Yep, remember that. I remember watching it on CNN. Me too. Well, he grabbed a camera, right? What was the photographer's name? Uh, remember, it was somebody in the crowd. Todd. Yeah, no, it was. It was like a it stump. Was, yeah, stump. Damn it! I knew it was like a nickname. <clears throat> grabbed a camera, cursed at him or something, and then walked off stage. Right? Jumped in the crowd. Uh-huh. Punched him. Oh. Got okay. back up on stage during the song "Rocket Queen." Threw the microphone down. And walked off stage. And I think it was towards the end of their set, by the way. I think it was towards the end. Hmm. Yeah, 15th song in the set. So at least you got to see 14 songs in that. I think you definitely got your money's worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember interviewing Slash a couple years ago when, uh, when he was here with Velvet Revolver. And him saying that they found... Or he found, somebody found his guitar stack at a bus stop miles away. Really? Yeah, weren't they saying they were fine? Like, I think on the on the police report, I think this came out in 2011. Um, like, they did some, like, short documentary, and they were saying that they were finding seats and mm-hmm. things as far west as, like, Wentzville and Warrington. Yeah, like- well, the, the guitar <laughs> equipment, like, band equipment yeah. at, like, bus stops abandoned. 
Uh, the band had to be snuck out of town in a van, like ducked down. Wow. Crazy douche move on, on Axel's part, but it was the people ripping chairs up and setting things on fire that are to blame for the oh, riot. Of yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, it was like, oh, Guns N' Roses started a riot. Well, you know, it takes a lot of participants. Yeah. <laughs> no, Guns N' Roses didn't start the riot. The people the that rioters. ripped the seats out <laughs> yeah. started the riot. Exactly. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. You could have just, oh, man, that sucks, and gone home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, he ended the show. All right, guys, let's hit up Dennis. All right, see ya. I should complain if I feel like uh, I didn't get my money's worth. Let's not set anything on fire, though. That place was new, too. Yeah, brand new. It was new. brand new. Oh, was, was that like, like less was, than a month old? I was going to say, it was like the second thing they had there. Axl Rose blamed the amphitheater security for not taking care of the situation. The band left early and ended its show early. Or the band left the stage and ended the show early. That led to fans. And I'm reading from uh, the Post-Dispatch. They got they had, you know what, pretty good article here. Axl loses it another night and other nights at Riverport we won't forget. So, obviously, the infamous Riverport riot with Guns N' Roses. Some other memorable things up at, up at the amphitheater. They list here. So, number one was Axl Rose and the Riverport riot. Number two, and I don't think, that, I don't think this is any particular order, but... I was going to say, are we doing chronologically? No. Then I'll say uh, uh, the other band that left after three songs, I was there. Pigeon Poop. Yeah, yeah, Kings yeah. of Leon. Kings of Leon. That's number oh, two yeah. on their list. Wow, that's Is it really? Yeah. So I was there, and I was just going to mention that um, there were a few people, one of which I was there with, that was at the Guns N' Roses thing. And he 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 instantly was like, oh, I've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, he, we we, we got to go. I you have the same crowd. I know. This, this, <laughs> yeah, this guy was like, the same this crowd, guy was like we should go. We should go. And then a buddy of mine that works at the amphitheater texted him and was like, uh, it's probably a good idea to get out of here just in wow. case. Okay, Pinch and Pooh and Kings of Leon. The Kings of Leon were playing a show at the what was then known as the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater in July of 2010. When that they was 2010? They called it quits only a couple songs in. Pigeons were hanging in the rafters, and the band members said they were being pelted by poop. Wrong. They cited it as a health hazard and blamed the venue, but promised to make the show up for St. Louis fans. In September of 2010, they returned, and every fan who had a ticket to the show Gone and free. I don't think that's exactly what happened, but that's the story they're sticking with. You got it. I think it was other things that led to the band walking off stage, but that could be a story for another day, and it's just hearsay. So, right. Any other memories? Um, I remember Green Day lighting some stuff on fire. No, that, that was not that a big was, deal. That was all part of the show, though. right? Yeah. Fifth Harmony singer walks off stage, quits the group. I was there for that, too. <laughs> Holy cow. That was just like two years ago, right? Or, yeah. or last year? 2016. Yeah. That's funny. Wow. And that chick has had a massive career, by the way. Camilla Cabello? Yeah. During she Fifth Harmony. Havana and another oh, song. Oh, that's her. Right the Havana yeah. song. All right. Even I know that one. During Fifth Harmony's 2016 727 tour, Camilla Cabello walked off stage in the middle of the group show at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. A bandmate blamed a wardrobe malfunction, uh, malfunction, but the singer later said on Snapchat that she was having too much anxiety and couldn't finish the show. Hmm. She returned to St. Louis as a solo act in April of this year, selling out the pageant. Look at her go. 
apparently it was a good decision. The next uh, river, uh, river, uh, river port amphitheater memorable moment, according to the post dispatch. It's always rain or shine, except for Weezer and Panic of the Disco. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. July 2016, thunder and lightning caused Live Nation to cancel the Weezer and Panic of the Disco show. I believe that was a big summer show. Yep. Correct. Yeah, that was a gnarly storm. Gnarly. The first band played its set, but the weather forced Live Nation to cancel the Tuesday night show in the hope of finding a replacement date. The band's schedules couldn't be coordinated, so tickets were refunded and fans disappointed. I think that's the one that... uh... Julie and the kids were at, and they had to take her into. They had to take them into, you know, that uh, that green room bar. They got to have a wristband, and it's all yeah. cement and everything, or cement blocks or whatever. Some people from the radio station grabbed them and pulled them into there for their safety. Yeah, I have a couple of memorable moments that I could think of. I think it was one point fest. Somebody climbed up into the rafters. Hmm. I think it was when Buck Cherry played one of our point fests. Dude climbed up into the rafters. Above the stage? Yeah. Sounds like a Buck Cherry thing. Oh, no, not, not over the crowd. Oh, like, like a where, fan where the did. Roof is? A fan did that. He's still up there. Yeah. <laughs> With the pigeons. Maybe he's the one pooping on, <laughs> on the band. I don't know. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pets for over 50 years. Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, another $60 million over the weekend. Second straight weekend win. Now up to more than $264 million in just two weeks. You didn't like it, huh? I just thought it was cheap. You liked it? I loved it. Yeah. It was exceptionally mild. I'll see it. That is incorrect. No, man. It's subjective, I mean. Mm. Incredibles 2 had another great weekend. $45.5 million for them to come in at two. Uh, Uncle Drew, that Uncle Drew movie, came in at uh, fourth with $15.5 million And Ocean's 8 got another, uh, let's see, $8 million. So I don't know what the budget was off the top of my head for Ocean's 8. I believe they far surpassed it by probably $30, $40 million in its fourth week. So I guess you consider that a hit. I would imagine. Drake's new album, a hit, Scorpion, broke the Apple Music record for most single-day streams of an album. More than 170 million streams. Well, I opened up Spotify over the weekend, and Spotify was all about Drake. Yeah. They tried to shove it right in my face, too. They give you the Drake face? Yep. They did. I got a little Drake face, too. Wow. Man, so it broke the Apple Music record for most single-day streams of an album, and it broke uh, the record of... Uh, Drake, he was the previous record holder from last year's uh, More Life, but uh, Scorpion more than doubled that number as far as streams. Is it any good? I have have no idea. Also got more more than 120 million streams on Spotify in the first 12 hours. I gave a little boop, 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 boop through the album, and it was very Drake, and it was was uh, okay. released on Spotify first? On Friday, maybe? I don't know. I think it was Apple Music first, but I don't know that for... I would think that Jay-Z title thing... Would be getting all these hip hop artists releasing their stuff oh, first on that. Remember that everybody bailed on that. Everybody bailed. 
The only it just two doesn't left, have the people. The yeah. only two left, I think, are Jay Z and Beyonce. Like even Kanye West bailed on that. Mm. And Jay Z and Beyonce suck. Yeah, they're both terrible. They yeah. make terrible music and have no success. The album also uh, uh, lit up Twitter too. Look at this: with more than three million mentions in 24 hours after its release. Crazy. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory. She got married on Saturday at a horse stable near San Diego. Her new husband, a husband, is an equestrian stud. His name is Carl with a K. <laughs> Carl Cook. And he just... <laughs> when you say just, equestrian stud, I just immediately go, oh, she married a horse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he just happens to be the son of a software billionaire. So he is he is no uh, gold digger. According to thenetworth.com, Cook, Carl Cook with a K, his net worth is about $350,000. Dad Bill Cook, richest man in Indiana, reported uh, net Billy worth Cook, huh? $6 billion. Wow. His uh, parents, this guy's parents, co founded a successful medical equipment firm called Cook Group. And uh, his inheritance, he'll get about $2 billion if dad kicks it pretty soon. Wow. Yeah. And Cook. Here's hoping, huh? Yeah. Carl? Cuoco's net worth is a uh, is just a casual fifty one million, so I think they're going to be okay. And they wrote their own vows, you guys. And Kaylee Cuoco's sister went online and became uh, one of those you know ordained guys, you know persons. And it's so funny because oh my god, she messed up the vows, you guys. Okay, this is uh, Kaylee and Carl's wedding. Kaylee, you are so cute. Will you vow to Kaylee first? Cartoon characters in attendance. I can't. I. Which, by the way, just to let you know, she just messed up the vows and the whole place went crazy. I've decided. I was at a wedding on Saturday, and I think I've decided that I'm going to do that. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the uh, do the little quizzy, testy thing, and I'm going to become an officiant because I think I could knock it out of the park. Because the guy this weekend. God love you, but the okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse when somebody's just blowing it up there, and you're like, oh my goodness. Hey, he was, oh, there, he was, like, he was like, do you, Rick, take. <laughs> do you, your name? Alice. <laughs> do you insert your name here? And then he was like, then he was like, you know, because you say, like, repeat after me. And then I go, do you, mm, blank? Yes. And you go, hi, blank. Take so and so to love and to hold, and then he goes to love and to hold. And this dude talked for forty-eight minutes, and then wanted him to repeat it. <laughs> he was like, "Do you repeat after yeah, me? Do you, you Scott do it, take love you do and it, to hold?" You need to have a signature. You should do the pledge. You should start with the pledge. Or, <laughs> or at the end, I go, "I now pronounce you husband and <laughs> just that's it." You have to have some kind of signature move. All right, and then confetti you, cannons, and maybe. And then you run over and start DJing. It'll be a, a yeah. very Patrico yeah. wedding. Like, uh-huh. hire me for yeah. everything. I used to do it, but I would always kiss the bride. Uh, that was your signature move. <laughs> I said something like, let me give it a sample. For some reason, real I, st- quick before I stopped I getting this- hired. I don't get it. You go, real quick, before I make this official, one last go. <laughs> no? Are you sure? All right, go ahead and kiss her. Man, speaking of marriage, he just wants to find his forever person. It's just not happening. Instead, he found ex-wife number five. Lorenzo Lamas is uh, filed for divorce against uh, Shauna Craig. After seven years of marriage, he filed for divorce uh, from his uh, wife, number five, on Friday. Maybe marriage doesn't work for you. Irreconcilable differences. He listed their date of separation as two years ago, June 6th, 2016. 
And uh, he requested that uh, no spousal support be paid to either him or her. And he was previously married to model Victoria Hilbert, actresses Michelle Kathy Smith and Kathleen Kinmont, and a Playboy playmate named Shauna Sand. All so, notable names. Yes. <laughs> Shauna Sand, though, I've, I've, I've heard of that name before. Really? Yeah, she was a Playboy playmate. I think she's got some pretty messed up plastic surgery, if you look up. At this particular point? Yeah. Sand, yeah. So listen to this, though. The wife that he's divorcing now, oh, okay? wow. Shauna Craig is her name, okay? Listen to this. They did not have any kids together. They did not have any kids together. But she served as a surrogate mom for one of Lorenzo Lamas' daughters. Huh. So the stepmom... Carried oh, yeah, the stepdaughter's kid. Yes, the one that's married to the guy from the Dirty. Oh uh, yeah, Nick Ritchie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the crazy, right? Com. Yeah, and yeah. they got engaged three months after meeting. Shauna Sand pre-surgery, crazy hot, yeah, like knockout, smoking. Shauna Sand post-surgery, what you do to your face? She's trying to look twenty years younger. Yeah, Mm-mm. I mean, like. I think she's had some uh, pretty bad breast augmentations, too. And they're fake, too, aren't they? Uh-huh. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff. Anybody watch Westworld besides just the stuff on Mr. Skin? Oh, I love what Westworld is. The greatest show of the history of the planet. It's, no, it's, just, it's really, really incredible. You know the actress Tessa Thompson from there? Uh, Tessa Thompson maybe. also in uh, Creed, Thor. I believe, right? Uh, is she in Thor? Yes. Is that, that's Valkyrie? Oh, yeah, that's that gal. Yeah, yeah. She just uh, came out as bisexual uh, in a new interview, and uh, she has this uh, girlfriend, well, it was rumored girlfriend, that Janae, uh, Janelle Monet. Uh, she came out as pansexual. So Tessa is bisexual. Janelle Monet, her girlfriend, is pansexual. Pansexual. Also yes. in Creed, by the way. Yeah, I was right. Is that nothing to do with the flute? No, I believe not, Riz. I think we've had this conversation. Bisexual times. by definition, if it's bi, means two. So you're bisexual, so you're attracted to males and females. Pansexual is you're attracted to males and females and whatever anybody else identifies themselves as. Believe that is the definition. Well, you know what, Which is the a- one where you're just not into it, period? Like asexual. you just don't care. That's asexual. asexual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's in uh, Annihilation as well. She's doing really well. So isn't bisexual and pansexual the same thing? No, because there's but, more than two gender identities. Correct. Correct. So if I so so bi bisexual, Jeff, according to what you just said, is uh I am a male who likes both females and males. Pansexual is Wait, is I this you ma- coming out of Did stop, you just say stop it, stop you it. just said pansexual is I am a male who's attracted to males, females, trans males, trans females, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. I'm right. on and on. Problems keeping up. Yep. We'll write down a list for you. Uh, Roseanne Barr did another podcast with her rabbi, and uh, they're such good friends, but she calls it in every time. I don't get it. Uh, she said her uh, racist tweet was not career-ending. As a matter of fact, she got herself some offers that she may or may not do. Check this out. You know, inside every bad thing is a good thing waiting to happen, and I feel very excited because I already have been offered so many things, and I've almost accepted one really good offer to uh, go back on TV, and um, I might do it. That was her fax machine going off in the background. Uh, Yet another <laughs> offer, which is pretty cool. What do you think? What What could she? 
I, and I know she's a said, reality show about probably getting a career back. Right. E- either that, either that, or it's going to be something like it's the apology tour, or it's going to be Jerry Springer's. You know, no, no, it's round be, table. No, it's yeah. going to be an apology tour. Think so? I, if I would imagine, yeah. Uh, technically, you know how we talked about how, hey, the only way to do this reboot is to pay her off and, and she's not going to be involved in it. And supposedly, you know, there's no money changing hands or anything like that. Uh, she didn't say she walked away empty handed, technically. So it's possible she did get some sort of payment. But she says she gave up control of her old show. You did a lot of penance. I think uh, the Torah class I today. I signing off of my own life's work and asking for nothing in return. I thought that was a, that was a penance, and I just knew that was the right thing. Okay, all right. Heather Lockler will move from a psychiatric ward in an LA hospital to a facility that can assess her substance abuse and mental health issues on a long-term basis. Family sources are saying uh, that doctors had been evaluating uh, her uh, latest arrest on Sunday after reportedly drinking a bottle of tequila, crashing her car, then attacking police officers when she was arrested. Then uh, soon after that, she was arrested and released from jail. She was put in the hospital for an overdose. Uh, Doctors reportedly determined that she is battling both alcohol and drug problems. Uh, So her mental health is a very significant issue here. So she's going to get some long-term health this was interesting though in california patients have the right to guide their own treatment so in other words she's only going to be under hospital care as long as heather locklear wants to sign off on it does that make sense Mm -hmm. so she's going to get the help she needs as long as she feels as though she needs it hopefully she stays there and uh finally bg phillips or busy phillips sorry uh put delta airlines on blast on twitter and this is one of those things everything has to go on social media i hate this story Claiming, uh, she claims they issued her tickets that would have sent one of her under 10 uh, kids on a different plane across the country. So she took a trip with her kids, nine-year-old Birdie and four-year-old Cricket and one of Birdie's friends to scout out some locations for that new show she's going to have on E that we oh, talked that about. New show, yeah. Busy Tonight is what it's called. Quote, hey, Delta, thanks for canceling my flight and then rerouting us and separating my minor child onto a different flight than mine and having a two-hour call wait time. So her kid went on a flight across country on a different plane, right? No. No, it didn't. No, this is another... It canceled, and they said, here's the flights that we have, and when she complained about it, they fixed it. No, this is another entitled, whining celebrity who's inconvenienced by a canceled flight, just like all of us have. Yeah. she. It happens. She tweeted also with that, said, you're terrible, Delta Airlines. No, you're what terrible. happened was, and I've, I've been in this, in this exact same situation, where you book two separate reservations... And what happens is the computer automatically rebooks you. And they don't look at names. They just re, they rebook on the same reservation. So she probably had two different reservations. And what happens is they don't look and they just book people wherever. You could change it easily. Right. But she had to go. She took time to, not not to go on social media. It's not like they're forcing her kid to get on a flight. No. And it's not like she did the flight either. The tickets came out and she saw that it was a 10-year-old going to a different plane. So they did something about I it. the whining about flights from celebrities. So the airline tweeted an apology and said in a statement, we apologize for the inconvenience this caused Ms. Phillips. Delta worked quickly to resolve the rebooking issue and coordinated directly with the customer to adjust adjust their travel. Uh, you mean I have, to wait online to ta- I have to wait online to talk to somebody? 
And then, then she goes back online. Very rocky start to the morning. And she says at 2.30 this morning, we got a text that our flight was canceled and they rerouted us and put us on different planes to different places. Wait, Jeff, do you mean I have to wait online like everybody else to talk to a gate agent? Mm-hmm. you got to be kidding me. Then she says, but thankfully, we, we found a flight that we could all get on. You I'm didn't sorry, find Jeff. a flight. They You're fixed gonna it for you. You're going to make me walk to the Admiral's Lounge? <laughs> to go talk to an agent? Ah, ah, don't you know who I am? I'm Busy Phillips. I almost have a TV show on E. I'm Busy Phillips. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> listen, uh, listen, Busy. Everybody's been inconvenienced by by something that's happened with a canceled flight, a delayed flight. Come on. Sorry about your kid, Carrot and Granola. We've had to sit in an airport for eight <laughs> hours before. Do you put everybody on blast? Lot. No, it happens. This is a, this is you take the chance. You take the chance when you fly. It happens. This is not the first instance of that. You're not the only one. You're not being singled out. It's it's also, I mean, it also bothers me when it's not celebrities that do it. It's not just the celebrities that that immediately. I think airlines are one of the one of the major businesses that get hammered on social media. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they respond. Like, we know people. We know people personally that do this all the time. Do you th- I mean, these poor flight attendants and gate agents, God bless them. They should be paid, all of them. Six figures. Every one of them should mm-hmm. be paid six figures. The abuse they take. Yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. And I've seen it. People suck. And you think these poor gate agents, they're doing it on purpose? Yeah, it's like not a, up to them. Like if you yell at them enough, they're going to go, you know what? You're right. Let me go ahead and change all this. Let me go ahead and fix <laughs> all this. Just for you. They're just punching bags. Mm-hmm. I got you. <laughs> Remember this face. Uh, crabby birthdays. Margot Robbie is 28. Lindsay Lohan, 32. Ashley Tisdale is 33. Michelle Branch is 35. Jose Canseco, 54. Brett the Hitman Hart is 61. Larry David is 71. And today's Burton birthday of the day. The man is a NASCAR legend. He retired after the 1992 season with 200 victories. That's almost twice as many as the next driver on the list. Anybody have any guesses as to who I'm talking about? One more time. Retired in 1992. Finished with 200 victories, almost twice as many as the next driver on the list. Huh. NASCAR legend. Richard Petty. Is 81 years young today. Nice. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meetings, is Julie Knight. Today's birthday girl, she has seen more balls than a crowd watching a 100-man Roman candle salute in 396 fine (laughs) films, including Pull My Hair and Call Me Stupid, Rectal Rooter, Volume 4, Tinkle Time, Volume 3, Toilet Bowl Bitches, and who can forget her unforgettable role in On Your Knees, Bitch. Julie Knight, 40 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. You're getting a call from your agent, and the agent going, I got a movie for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is is one of the rare porno birthday chicks where I think she had more titles I can't say on the air than than I can. Imagine the agent. What's today's today's, today's movie I'm filming? Toilet Bowl Bitches. Well, we'll uh, we'll send the limo. I got a movie for you. What's it called? Uh, Toilet Bowl Bitches. They, they, they saw your work and pull my hair and call me stupid, and they really want you for on your knees, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tony. All right, welcome back, guys. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. 
at R-I-Z-Z Show. And speaking of the social, it's all it's all pushed out now, the uh, the walk video. It's out. Remember that walk that Tony and Jeff did, the 15 point, what was it, 15.2 miles? I believe, I believe 15.2. 15, 15, 15.6. From Union Station to the Hubbard Building and Creevecore. Remember, it was a thousand degrees that day, fellas. Do yeah, slightly. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do remember. And you guys walked a lot when I walked past the bank and looked up, and it said 105. I remember going, yeah. "Wow, this is dumb." <laughs> yeah, we thought it was a uh, five minutes after one for a second there. <laughs> so the highlight video up on the blog on the socials. So check it out. One of the best videos ever produced. Yeah, our uh, video guy Ben did a great job as always. As always. Mm-hmm. Well done, Ben. Kudos. Oh, Dusty. Kudos. Mm-hmm. It was a story of triumph, perseverance, right? Nice. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Uh, this is what happens right here when you put a gringo El Stupido in charge of your official Twitter account. So NPR, National Public Radio, they were doing a story over the weekend about a rush of women running for office in Mexico. Oh, I saw this. And they tweeted that it's being called El Ano de Mejor. Which is supposed to mean the year of the woman, except it doesn't. Ano, A-N-O, with the tilde over the N, you know, the little swirly. The little tilde? Mm-hmm. Is it a tilde or a tilde? I think it's tilde, but I don't know. who cares? Which one's a that, tittle? That's the dot on the I. Okay. He's here, Tony. So a tilde or tilde, that's a little wavy line above yeah. usually the N. Anyo with the tilde over it, over the N means woman. A-N-O, so ano. No, 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 it means year. Anyo means year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A-N-O without the tilde means anus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So NPR hailed the anus of the women. <laughs> Which not all women like that hailed. No. <laughs> no, oops. That's a totally different t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not, that's not right. What a funny mistake. Yeah, just a little wavy line there. I guess that means something, you know? Yeah. Devil in the details. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. So it looks like the city's getting all set up for Fair St. Louis. Which, who's playing that? Is that Martina McBride? Uh, Jason Derulo? Am I, am, I, am I saying that right? That is correct. I'm trying to pull up the uh, full lineup here. I know the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra mm-hmm. has a headlining set there, so it says uh, Wednesday, July 4th. Just tell me when Cowboy Mouth is playing. We've got. <laughs> they're not. Uh, <laughs> they're not. Well, we've not got this year. Amelia Eisenhower and the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. Uh-huh. That is the fourth on the sixth. Oh, so there's nothing on the Thursday. But then again, on the sixth, we've got Dirty Mugs, Andy Grammer, and Jason Derulo. And then on Saturday, July 7th, We've got Daniel Bradbury, Ray Lynn, Cam, and then Martina McBride. Yeah, so we take a day off Thursday. So yeah. it's Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Fair St. Louis. So roadblocks at Walnut and 4455 are already up. 
stopping anyone from parking near the arch. Security is going to be intense. Patrols on the arch grounds will be done by the uh, St. Louis Police and Fire Departments. The park rangers are also out there. Private security will handle crowds at the entrance, entrances to the fair. And the 4th of July uh, parade starts Wednesday at 9.30, right out here, 20th and Market, and goes east to Broadway. Gotcha. Yeah, there's a 5K down here, too, on the 4th I'm doing. What time's that start? I should probably know that, but I'm not sure. Probably Mm. 8-ish, but that starts over at uh, Keener Plaza. Oh, it does? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the gathering Good luck parking. Yeah. All right, midnight this morning, a man was shot in the legs on Bessie Avenue at North Euclid. That's North City. According to the police, there are no suspects or motive at this time. A guy in his 20s shot at a McDonald's downtown yesterday, just after 1 in the afternoon. And cops found the victim, uh, so he was conscious and breathing, suffering from a gunshot wound to the stomach in the 1100 block of Tucker. The guy's in critical condition. Any other info on that one? None. I didn't see Not any. yet. Are they, uh, are they still getting through all of the leads and the well so far and everything? All the information, all the people that stuck around that uh, were there for information. They're well, in, they're, I mean, they're too busy interviewing everybody that's they got took information. In, uh, the Hamburglar and sure. Grimace. Yeah. Did you this this, this literally just broke this morning, <laughs> uh, and they just updated it. Did you see the thing about the fourteen-year-old uh, and fifteen-year-old? Did you see no. that? A 14-year-old girl was shot by a 15-year-old boy. Where? This is, this is in North County at an at a apartment complex. Yeah, 1.20 this morning. She's in the hospital right now. Uh, the 15-year-old boy was taken into custody at the scene. Ah, it says uh, they don't know how, where she was shot or how many times, but they say her injuries are non-life-threatening. So That's good. Damn. A woman was found dead inside a room at the Ellsbury Motel and Lodge yesterday around 10 in the morning. The Lincoln County Sheriff's Department investigating with the Greater St. Louis Major Case Squad. Police say the woman was in her late 20s and really haven't given any other detail. But if you have any info, please call Crime Stoppers. And cops are investigating after a car crashed into the side of the Good Times Liquor Store that was in North City yesterday around 6. 7,000 block of West Florissant. The driver was quoted as asking, can I park here? And they said, no, you cannot park here. There's a no parking zone. Uh, Vermont is now the ninth state which has legalized recreational marijuana. The new law went into effect yesterday. So Vermont was the first state to legalize recreational marijuana through a legislative vote instead of voting by state residents. So adults over the age of 21 will be able to have up to one ounce of pot two mature marijuana plants, and four immature plants. However, here's the thing. So you're allowed to smoke it legally, recreationally in Vermont. No system has been set up in Vermont to tax or regulate the production of marijuana. So you'll either you'll either have to grow it yourself or still buy it from an illegal dealer. So if you have it, you're cool. But it's getting it. That, <laughs> getting that is still it. illegal, essentially. Or you go to Colorado, and then you can't. illegally transport. No, it. yeah, <laughs> Star Trek it over. So that's a thing. That's weird. That's almost kind of like 
they did it backwards almost. Like you got to set up this other stuff first so you can get the taxes from it. Right? And it's essentially decriminalizing it. Yeah. yeah it's, and essentially it's them going, listen, hey, man, we're trying to do something for you. Like we're, we're trying here. And then people are like, awesome, I'm going to go to the, the store and buy some. Well, you can't. You can't. They're basically <laughs> saying, how much did you say? An ounce. An ounce. An ounce or, or less. Plants. We're not going to do anything yeah. to you. Okay. The other day, I was uh, driving down my uh, my street, going towards my house, and one of my neighbors had a car I did not recognize in the driveway. And I saw a woman get out of the get out of the out of the uh, driver's seat, and she went to her trunk, and it was a regular car, like a regular sedan. And a woman who I did not recognize at this house got out of the driver's driver's side of the car, not in uniform, nothing. She went to the trunk. I saw her pop the trunk and about 50 Amazon packages in the trunk. I said, ah, it's another one of those contracted Amazon delivery people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saw it the other day, too. Yeah. In unmarked cars or yeah, vans. All, it's their own personal vehicles, right? Yeah. 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 I, I still think it's a weird thing. I think that if even if you want to use your own personal vehicles, they should do like what Pizza Hut does. You know, they throw the Pizza Hut thing on the top. Yeah. It should be like an Amazon thing or at least a sticker on the back of their car or something that says, hey, this is not just a random person putting a, a box bomb on somebody's front porch. I'm not right. worried about the box bombs. I'm worried about everybody in my neighborhood kind of watches out for each other. And everybody knows everybody else's cars. And huh, there's a weird car kind of circling around. Really? I would have never, I mean, a, a, a car driving through a neighborhood isn't anything that would be weird to me, especially if they were there once dropping off a package. Yeah, it depends on the street. If it's a street that you're only on if you live there, you kind of get... Yeah, I live at the end of a cul-de-sac. Yeah, you, can, you, 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 yeah, start, but you I start, mean, start to get like a... Like I see a what you're saying. Sense where you, you're kind of in back into the subdivision, so if you're in back into the subdivision, there's a reason why you're there. Yeah. You don't just happen upon it. Yeah. Wait, listen, you're not you're not setting the spike strips or calling the cops when you see somebody who you don't, you don't recognize, but you kind of keep an eye on them. Sure, yeah. I, I agree with Tony, though. I think it would be a good idea to have some sort of marking on the car. I mean, Uber does it. Lyft does it. All the pizza delivery places do it. So why not have them throw something on their car saying Amazon delivery? Well, have you always wanted a job delivering Amazon packages to people's doorsteps? The good news is Amazon is looking for people to do just that. But Amazon announced last week that it won't be hiring such delivery personnel, per se. Rather, they're encouraging interested people to start their own companies and contract with them. So, like, I can can open up Tony's online to doorstep, and my whole thing would be to deliver these packages. Amazon for your area. Kind of cool. This will reduce Amazon's reliance on UPS and the Postal Service to get its packages where they need to go. And by Amazon's calculations, an owner can earn as much as $300,000 a year in profits by operating a fleet of up to 40 vehicles. Hmm. So it's not like a small company. Right. You'd have to open up a pretty, pretty big company and bid for the contract. But is Amazon killing the U.S. Postal Service? Uh, they're jumping on board with everybody else who's killing them, but yeah. But do they use the Postal Service to, to deliver packages? Does Amazon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, 
I've never actually seen one besides the one that I just saw in the personal vehicle. I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's FedEx that comes with the packages. Sometimes it's the nondescript van that rolls up. I don't know. I'm going to start paying attention, I guess. Yeah, I mean, when I come home, there's already packages sitting there, so I've never actually seen them delivered. So. Magic. Yeah, I guess. They disappear. Whatever happened to the drone thing they were going to do? Oh, they're still trying to do that. They're still, still trying to do, trying that, to do yeah. that? Okay. Still trying to do that. Boy, this video, before we hit the break, i got to tell you about this video. And we got to post it, Scott. This was everywhere over the weekend. And it's over two minutes of surveillance video from a convenience store in Edmonton, Canada. And it shows a couple attempting to get away from the police after a guy used a stolen credit card. <laughs> Did you see this? Yes, it's absurd. It includes footage from different locations in the store. You could see the cop and a good Samaritan wrestle with the guy and the woman near the front door. Then the guy takes off to the back room. But he can't get the security door open, so he gets to the front of the store, and a cop tases him. And the tasing is amazing. Because he goes full coffin. He, like, (laughs) arms crossed crossed in front and goes straight down. (laughs) I just coined that. Dracula, suddenly. He coffined out. (laughs) But the best part is, the best part is when the woman sneaks off to the back room and you could see her climb into the ceiling, and then moments later, we're inside the store again, and you see her, fa- you see her fall through the ceiling into a display case yeah. with one shoe. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre. She's like, she, the, the, in the beginning, they're both kind of right in front of the door, and then he breaks off somehow, and then the cop follows that guy. Instead of her running away or at the front door, she goes to the back of the store, then crawls up there, and then they finally get the guy, and you can see him kind of look around like, oh, man, I guess the gal like took off. And then, boom, she right crashes. The ceiling. It's like a cartoon. It Where's the shoe? Where's the shoe? <laughs> She's got a, both shoes on when she climbs up. When she comes down, one shoe, long gone. And she just bounces right up. She bounces right up and starts walking away like this has yeah. happened before yeah. or something. And the, other, the dude's got no shirt on, right? Yeah, of course. He's yeah. got no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> of course. This would be a great if you watch this. This if we had the facilities and the place to just wreck, this would be a great video to reenact. Be hilarious. You could fall through the ceiling. Yeah, all right, that's fine. I've woken up with one shoe on before. That's fine by <laughs> me. Yeah, make sure it's we get that video uh, out on the blog and on the socials. Fantastic. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we gotta take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh got a question for you guys about Maybe overreactions on things. I'm not sure. I think so. Let's go. I'm sure. All overreactions. I don't know, but yes. And then we'll get to the sports and your headline news. All right, you guys tell me if this is an overreaction. It is. You don't know yet. Overreaction. He doesn't know yet. He's overreacting. It's an overreaction. All right, this is from uh, Mount Clemens, Michigan. Oh, definitely overreaction. Oh, yeah, now, now. Oh, there? Mount, yeah. So Thursday night, cops are called to a Chinese restaurant little after 9.30. And here's what, here's what went down. 24-year-old woman comes to the restaurant complaining about her order. She was compla- complaining to the owners. The owners, a husband and wife team. But because of a uh, language barrier, the owner's son translated what the woman was saying to his parents. 
And that's when the woman pushed the son and threw her her food on the floor. She then started pummeling the wife and the husband steps in to protect the wife. And that's when the woman starts going after the husband. And as she was being pushed out the restaurant, she bit the man in the ear, partially detaching it. Okay, I was right. She went full Tyson. And when the cops got to the scene, the husband was found with his ear bitten off while the wife had a big old bump on her forehead. Woman arrested. And a sign on the restaurant the next afternoon said it was closed, quote, for some reasons. (laughs) Overreaction? Listen, I've had bad meals at Chinese food restaurants. Overreaction? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. A little bit. When you bite the owner's ear off. Over the line. Over yeah. the line, yes. Yeah, do it to somebody who just busses the tables. Don't. I said, no mushrooms in my lo mein. <laughs> How about this one? Guy named uh, Richard Salomon. He was appointed to, uh, I guess, um, I, I guess he was the city manager of Sunrise, Florida. Appointed there back in 2015. Two weeks ago, he was at a bakery called Nothing Bunt Cakes. Ah. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> nothing Bunt Cakes. And he was trying to redeem an expired coupon for $3.99. It was a $3.99 cake. And according to the bakery owner, Richard was told by an employee, hey, the coupon was no good. But he said, hey, employee, let's, let's break the rules anyway. The employee held firm. Richard threw a fit, yelling, screaming, carrying on, all over a $4 coupon. Well, anyway, commissioners are now debating whether Richard should keep his job, which is $204,000 a year. Oh, my. A $204,000 a year job. And people are asking him to resign. And he'll earn his fate on Thursday when officials meet next, but all over a coupon. For three ninety nine, overreaction? Uh, yeah, sure. Actually, once again, yeah, mm-hmm. you betcha. And it's hard to be shocked by uh, by the American healthcare system now, bills especially. But once in a while, one story is so insane that it's it's actually jaw dropping. So a family from South Korea was visiting San Francisco two years ago. And their eight-month-old infant accidentally fell off the bed in the hotel room and hit his head. And he wouldn't stop crying. So they called 911. And an ambulance took him to the hospital. And the doctors quickly figured out the baby was fine. Listen, if a kid hits their head, I remember my daughter fell down the stairs when she was uh, two years old. And she broke her leg. But they were also worried about her hitting her head. Mm-hmm. So they kept her for a while for observation. Mm-hmm. So the doctors quickly figured out the baby was fine. He took a quick nap on his mother's arms. They gave him a bottle of formula. And he was discharged a couple hours later. And the entire hospital visit took just over three hours. And it took two years for the hospital to track down the family. But they just sent him a bill. $18,836. Dear Christ. Almost all of that 
is a $15,000 quote-unquote trauma fee. And that's what the hospital charges when it needs to bring together a team for a potentially serious injury into the ER. And the family's working with a, with a patient advocate group to try to negotiate the bill since it seems like just a little too much to pay for a quick exam and nap and a bottle of formula. Yeah, that formula is expensive, isn't it? Well, it is Enfamil. Oh, well, there you oh, go. With iron? That's the good stuff. Uh, with iron. There you go. That's, that's the, the problem, right? For sensitive bellies. <laughs> that's the good stuff. Man, I remember all the all the times that I've been in a hospital with my dumb stomach. There's been a lot of times when it was, okay, well, it's, you know, when you come to the hospital, make sure you, you know, bring clothes for several nights stay, that sort of thing. And don't bring your meds. You know, don't bring the pills that you take on a daily basis. Then you're laying there in your bed or you're laying in bed and they come in with a a, a, a pill cup with all your pills in it, that they got from their pharmacy. pharmacy and how much are those per per pill Yeah, of pills that I have sitting on my dresser at home? Yeah. That make a lot of sense. It's an insane story. No, I agree. You should pay. I mean, if you go to the hospital, you got to pay. Sure. So I don't know if this South Korean couple skipped town without paying. I, I think they should be charged something. Mm-hmm. But 18 grand for a three-hour visit. Get the f- out of here. In an hour, I was probably crazy. sitting in the ER. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it's funny. You remember earlier this year, my old man had a heart attack, and it was right when my mom and dad were switching insurances, and something ended up happening to where essentially it's not covered, even though it's life saving. Like their insurance didn't cover it because it was out of network. No kidding, dude. You should see this bill. I, my mom showed it to me and I almost passed out. It is more than salaries. Mm. Like it is more than someone's salary. 200? It's less than that, but it's around that. Like oh, it's insane. And the, and and the hospital, the hospital was the one that wouldn't let him go anywhere. Like they wouldn't transfer him, they wouldn't do anything. And if they would have waited any longer, he would not be here right now. Yep. But again, insurance is like out of network, sorry. Trust me, my mom's fighting it. She uh, she drove him to the hospital, right? Correct. Thank God they didn't call an ambulance. That would if, have been another. Well, yeah. th- th- yes, yes. But I think that would have been covered. Hmm. Like certain things were covered, but certain things were not. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, if you're wearing a tiny bikini, so, you know, I, I want to talk about this new fashion trend. Um, tiny bikinis. Cool, right? Sure. We're all fans of tiny bikinis. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure on the right body. But here's another trend for you. Apparently, some women have started wearing their bikini tops with the halter straps tied on top of their chest instead of behind their back. Dude, I saw this, and it is awesome. It's being called the upside-down <laughs> bikini trend. It's so cool. What, oh, it's just, it's just you under, know, it's under cleavage. You want to know why? Because it shows way more boob. And it looks like <laughs> there's just a huge cleavage hole in the middle yeah, and that. nothing holding up your chest. So you probably need to have large cans that are either very firm or, or very expensive to pull off. Uh-huh. But if you do this, prepare to be the hit of your family's 4th of July barbecue. <laughs> yeah, save it for that. Don't just, tell anybody. Just look up upside down bikini. That looks ridiculous. I mean, awesome, but ridiculous. Well, that's that's a new trend. Again, not everybody could pull this off. No, she Just can. like not everybody could pull off the bikini. 
It just looks like she got dressed in her sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. All right, that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, Don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. St. Louis Blues were busy yesterday during the first day of free agency. Earlier parts of the day saw the Blues re-signing David Perron. So former St. Louis Blue, former Golden Knight, now current St. Louis Blue. Uh, He is back after a great year with the Vegas Golden Knights. Was that his best year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, Also joining the team is Tyler Bozak, who previously played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Also, Chad Johnson, not the football player, was signed to the Blues yesterday as a backup goalie. He's played with the Rangers, Coyotes, Bruins, Islanders, Sabres, Flames, Sabres again, and now the Blues. He's pretty much a career backup guy. Some players not signing with the Blues... We saw Carter Hutton going to the Buffalo How Sabres. Do I say goodbye to what we had? Goodbye, Carter. The good times that Have fun in Buffalo. Don't put ranch on your wings. That's a uh, big faux pas there in Buffalo. On your Buffalo wings, do not put ranch dressing on your wings. Uh, also, Kyle Brodziak, uh, he signed with the Edmonton Oilers. He doesn't get a song. He does not get a song. And then the big trade happened last night. Doug Armstrong put together a deal with the Sabres that sent Patrick Berglund, Vladimir Sabotka, Tage Thompson, and two picks to Buffalo in exchange for Ryan O'Reilly. Oh, that's a good move. That is. O'Reilly, as a member of the Avs and the Sabres, has had over 55 points in each of his last five seasons. Boy, just looking at Twitter after you know losing Hutton and bringing back Perron and some of the other moves they made, people were going nuts. Doug Armstrong needs to be fired. This is a waste of man. We're setting us up for not making the playoffs again. And all of a sudden, the O'Reilly trade happens, and he's Doug a Armstrong is the hero. Yeah, he's not yep. paying for dinner anytime soon. All of a sudden, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. So we'll have to see what and happens. The, the other thing about O'Reilly is he's a big-time face-off guy, which, whoa, do we need. And did you see – well, that was funny, but I saw Rutherford tweeting last night that they could move him to the wing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right. Rob Thomas at the center and then Tarasenko and O'Reilly. That guy is so talented. I want to push you around. Stop that. That's not the guy. That's certainly other moves, not, yeah. other moves happening in the NHL. Uh, John Tavares, the biggest free agent in the market. Uh, he decided to stay closer to his hometown and signed a huge deal with the Toronto Maple Leafs. The deal is for seven years at $11 million a year. Pretty solid. Also that, signing a huge deal. I think he tweeted out about... Uh, it was... Uh, he tweeted out a picture of himself as a yeah. kid in yeah. his Toronto Maple that's, Leafs. That's how we announced it. Yeah, that's how, that's how he announced, announced his like decision. Like bed sheets and stuff like that as a little kid. He goes, when your childhood dreams come true. Yeah. And then cool. becoming a Maple Leaf. Pretty cool. Also signing a huge deal, former Blue Paul Stasny is signed with the Vegas Golden Knights. His deal is for three years at just under $20 million. He got paid. Yeah, he did. He got paid. Wow. So that means uh, James Neal, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, or former Vegas Golden Knights, uh, he is the biggest free agent, and that's over because the Flames just signed him to a five-year deal. So James Neal is now off the market as well. Again, yeah, a huge pickup for them. And it could be huge for my dream as well, which is to bring Patrick Maroon to St. Louis. 
Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty. Uh, I'm dug in on it, man. I really am. I really what is want the it reason? to happen because he has scored 27 goals before in a season. That was with arguably the best hockey player in the world on the same line as him. But he's big and he can score goals as well. Mm. He scored, I think, 17 last year, something like that. And does, does he, the fact that he's a hometown kid have a little bit more uh, for play me, on you as well? I mean, it, it'd be cool, but I just like him as a player. He's big and he's and he's a guy that can stand in front of the net and put his big rebound and ass in front of the net and mm-hmm. score some goals that way. And the Neil thing, it was a lot of people were saying that uh, Maroon was going to go to the Flames, and with Neil going to the Flames, maybe Maroon might come here. That's yeah, the only reason we'll I'm saying Well, yeah. I hope uh, we get a good player to be on the show next season. Yeah. We're we open start now. That we, gotta, we have process. an opening. Well, I will tell you this. If Pat Maroon joins the team, he would be perfect. We have an opening. Yeah, so we'll see. So, uh, like our other two players... You want to have a great year and then get paid to, to not be here anymore. Are we accepting applications? <laughs> uh, speaking of huge mega deals, let's switch over to the NBA where LeBron James has officially made his announcement. He will be joining the Los Angeles Lakers. And the deal is ridiculous. Four years, $154 million. And if you are just curious as to how impactful LeBron is to a team, the Lakers jumped up to 7-2 to two odds for winning the NBA championship next year. They went from 20-1 to one to 7-2, to two, okay? And the Cavs, who with LeBron were at 30-1, to one, are now 500-1. to one. Wow. So he's a pretty big part there. By the way, he broke down the um, – somebody broke down his pay. You know, I forget what it was. Four-year four, four year deal, blah, blah, blah. And it ended up being something like a dollar – almost a dollar and a half a second. Yeah. It's $38.6 million a year or something like wow. that. And it's, it's ridiculous. The Cardinals, they had a terrible weekend. They got swept by the Braves after <laughs> yesterday's 6-5 to five loss. And that sounds much closer than it was. Most of the game, it was 6 to nothing. The Cardinals tonight go on a much-needed road trip. They take on the Diamondbacks at 8.40. Carlos Martinez gets the start. World Cup continued this weekend. The round of 16 games saw some unlikely winners Canada. advance to the quarterfinals. It was awesome. On I watched Sunday, a little soccer this. I watched a little, I'm sorry, a little football uh, this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. so yesterday, in a major upset, upset Russia beat Spain 4-3 to three in a penalty shootout after a 1-1 tie. Croatia also beat Denmark 3-2 in a penalty shootout after a 1-1 tie. And on Saturday, France beat Argentina 4-3. Messi, Sia, gone. So that means Ronaldo, clearly the best player in the world, right? Well, also on Saturday, Uruguay defeated Portugal. You're out, too. That was a hell of a game as well. Did you guys see that Pavard goal in, in the in the Fran- uh, from France? Nope. No. Dude, it's, it's the greatest goal of the tournament. Hands down, you got to see it. It was remarkable. Wow. Today, uh, uh, look it up. Today, starting in just about a half hour, Brazil versus Mexico, and the afternoon game has Belgium playing Japan. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by 123Mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS, number 12901. All right, guys, let's go to Dale, Texas. If we Dale, to. Texas. Which is, uh, we'll say it's a rural area, about 40 miles outside of Austin. So there's a uh, 39-year-old guy named Ryan Souter, and he lives in an RV next to uh, next to a guy named Keith Monroe. They never really got along well, but a couple weeks ago, they got into a major fight. So when Keith stepped out, Ryan got his revenge by tossing a live rattlesnake into his house. <laughs> oh, and just to make sure that Keith didn't notice the snake was in his RV, Ryan bit off the r- the rattle on the snake's tail. Ah. 
Fortunately for Keith, he did notice the snake when he got home, so he killed it with his machete. Call the cops. So yeah, only the snake wind up getting bit in the process, which is which is odd. But Ryan was arrested, charged with deadly conduct and criminal trespassing. So there you go from Dale, Texas. <laughs> Ryan Souter. Today's headline: Who? So I know Father's Day is uh, ancient history already. But maybe, just maybe, we can make an effort. Give an effort now to to give good dads some love the other 364 days a year. Because a new survey, and this kind of has to do with relationships and stuff like that. But a new survey asked dads what condescending and patronizing things people say to them. All right. A lot of, like, emasculating stuff here, too. Like saying to their wife, boy, you've got him well-trained. <laughs> Yikes. Just the worst. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I, and I've been around people that have said that. That's like a thing. Boy, you got him well-trained. What is that supposed to mean? Again, these are condescend, uh, condescending things you say to dads. Uh, <laughs> that basically translated, that's basically, man, you got him to not live his life. Uh-huh. You've broken his spirit. Yeah, he's just waiting to die now. Uh, oh, you're doing it wrong. You should do it like this. Or are you disappointed the baby wasn't a boy? I've had that. Oh. Or are you babysitting today? No, I'm being a father today. Yep. I actually had one of my friends years ago um, correct me on that sort of thing. He was like, hey, man, can you do this? I was like, ah, I got to babysit today. Uh, you know, Julie's gone. I got the kids. He's like, you're not babysitting. You're raising your children. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. That, that one doesn't bother me. You're right. That, that one, one bothers, it bothers me. That one it doesn't bother me. It bothers me a little bit. Yeah, me I, I know it does because I've said it before and you jumped on me about it. But that one doesn't bother me because... Know, you're, you're being a parent. Right. But I mean, it's not like I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm a babysitter today. It's just a term that you use. I'm babysitting like, the kids? Yeah. No, I pay the girl up the street to babysit the kids. Yeah, I was going to say, you get paid to babysit. It costs me money to watch my kids. <laughs> or, you know? oh, it's nice to see a man watching the kids. Okay, just again, here mm-hmm. being a dad. I had somebody say that to me when I took my daughter to the doctor's office once. They were like, the lady that held the door open as I'm carrying her in her pumpkin seat goes, it's nice to see a dad taking their kid to the doctor. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, I just found this outside. This one, I don't mind. Bet you can't wait till your wife comes back. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we are all thinking that, so yeah. New parents are always told this, or new dads. Now that you have a kid, get used to never having sex again. <laughs> or did your wife lay the kids' clothes for you? That's true. I always have my wife lay at the kids' clothes. I don't want to get involved in that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you're actually good at putting on diapers. <laughs> again, we'll let the that one to me is... That yeah. one's very foreign to you. Yeah. Yeah. Changed five diapers. Two of them were mine. <laughs> That's that still blows my mind. Me too, man. Still this blows my mind. Crazy to me. I can't believe crazy. you got away with that. I, I can't. I can't either. believe you're proud of it too. Yeah. I'm not proud. Yes, yes you, you are. are. <laughs> a smile on your face. You're very you're right. proud. I'm proud. I'm proud. Nobody wants to do that. It's not, nobody wants to do it, but nobody I wants mean, to go to work every day. You just have to do it. It's something you have to do. As a parent, that is something yeah, I you feel do. Like it's a part of it. Yeah, no, it's something you did. That's something you had to do. 
No, wow, that's not. a terrible statement. <laughs> that is a horrendous <laughs> statement. I don't think that's that something that, that, any of us had to do, but I think we felt that that was like our part. I didn't have to do it. I did other things. I get what you're saying. We did those things too, though. But it's... No, it's not a horrible thing to say. That's the true thing to say. You had to do it. I did not. I, I had a, My wife did not require that of me. So, I think it's more, I think we're all just not stunned, but we're wondering why you wouldn't want to do that, like mm-hmm. to bond with your kid. Hey, we bonded in other ways. All right. As long as you bonded. Changing poopy diapers is bonding? I would think so. None yeah. of my kids remember that. Well, no, but you would. It's just part of helping raise the child. I was present. <laughs> We're not going to win this one, guys, nah. so we might as well just let this go. Nobody wants to high-five me? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Okay. All right, let's move on to this, then. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts. All right, here we go. Sex, relationships, all that stuff. You know, I know it's been a lot of years since uh, Tom Selleck was America's number one male sex symbol. Maybe in your eyes. (laughs) But apparently everybody's forgotten what he brought to the table. Chest hair, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say the Selleck stash. Not the the stash. A new survey asked people if chest hair is hot or not. And the answer is no. At least according to the ladies. 28% of women say they like uh, they like chest hair versus 35% who don't. Men slightly prefer chest hair by a tiny margin on their ladies. <laughs> 21% like it, 20% don't. That's not that's not a very wide margin though, twenty eight percent to thirty five percent. No, it really isn't. But those are the stats right there. You know, I'm uh I'm all about companies doing stuff to make their products better for people with disabilities. But I have to wonder if deaf people were really clamoring for this. Pornhub <laughs> just announced that they're they're adding closed captioning. To more than 1,000 of the most popular videos on their site. All I thought was just uh, repeated text of, oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, porn videos. Because, of course, everybody's there for the dialogue. Yeah. By the way, Pornhub actually had the feature for blind people. They launched a descriptive video channel a couple years ago where they did voiceover, like, a voiceover track describing what happens in some of their most popular videos. No way. Yeah, remember this? A white woman in a cheap-looking red power suit sits next to a tall, lanky, white, middle-aged man with brown hair, a white shirt, gray suit, and a red-striped tie. We move to an interview where we see a teen girl from the waist up sitting in a bright white room, cut to a side shot inside... Ah, casting couch. Mm. I think I remember this episode. The cab, and a girl gets in, black hair, lots of makeup, and squeezing a nice curvy figure into a tight blue dress. The video begins with a small Latina with dirty blonde hair lying face down on a massage table. That's usually nothing. where, uh, that's all I get to. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah, I want to see what happens to. after this, because I didn't make it past this. 
<laughs> That's right, check out. <laughs> Is there anything people do that doesn't immediately make you think of porn? According to new data from Google and Pornhub, people are most likely to search for porn featuring different types of shoes, like sneakers or boots, right after they've been doing some online shopping for those types of shoes. So when I go and I buy high heels, I then immediately go to Pornhub and type in high heels. Right. Or when you're shopping for baseball bats. Right. (laughs) The study also found that Massachusetts is the state that's most into porn featuring sneakers. Columbus, Ohio is the city that's most into sneakers and porn. And men are 55% more likely to watch sneaker porn than women. When you're saying sneaker porn, you mean like the, the, the people in the action are wearing nothing but 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 shoes. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out a relationship doesn't have to be monogamous to be satisfying. Researchers surveyed more than 140 people in non-monogamous relationships and more than 200 in monogamous ones and compared them to one another. This was this was fascinating. And the data revealed people in non-monogamous relationships were just as satisfied with the relationship they had with their main partner as those in monogamous ones. And the head researcher explains in both monogamous and non-monogamous relationships, people who engage in sex to be close to a partner and to fulfill their sexual needs have a more satisfying relationship than those who have sex for less intrinsic reasons, such as to avoid conflict. Did, you get, did anybody well, understand that? Well, that yeah, I don't that understand seems that pretty last obvious. Part. I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems really obvious. I mean, it's it's... If a relationship, regardless of what type of relationship it is, as long as it's a good relationship, it's going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't and, matter. And this, the, the, the head researcher said, she, she adds all that ultimately, if you are fulfilling your psychological needs and are satisfied sexually, you are more likely to be happy in your partnership, no matter what the relationship structure. So weird. This study said that regardless if you're happy, uh, whatever type of relationship you're in is a good one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which, we by need, the way, real we quick. We needed a study for that. Real quick, jumping back to the blind person describing porn. Somebody in the chat room brings this up. I guess this is for people that maybe lost their sight later in life. How the hell else would somebody know what a red tie is or a Latina woman? Well, I mean... I guess it's been described to you in the past what a Latino mm-hmm. woman looks like. Maybe. Like, well, if you're 18 just, or older, you know what a Latino you know woman ethnicity. looks like. Do you? If you're a blind person? Well, do yeah. you? Yeah, but you know of an ethnicity. Right, but you don't know what they look like. Yeah, but I'm sure you, you've had enough descriptives that there's a visual, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. the visual in their head is not going to be the same as ours, but there is a visual is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I would, I would think that those are still important details, still... Pretty, uh, yeah, if they're relevant. born if they're born blind, they have no idea what red is, though. You know what I'm saying? Like they have no I, clue. I don't know. I've I don't know. I don't Their know. version, they have a version of red. It may not be the same version as ours, but I'm sure there's a version in their head. Now, women and men are very different, so it makes sense they're looking for different things in a partner. A new study from researchers looked into the uh, into the online dating behaviors 
of more than 41,000 Australians. And they found that across all age groups, women are more likely than men to state a preference about partners, and women in peak fertility were more picky about the education level of men they prefer. They want someone with equal, equal or higher education than themselves up until age 40. However, once men get over age 40, they become more picky than women about the education levels of their partner. So a uh, behavioral economics professor adds, evolution favors women who are highly selective about their mates, and in many cultures, women have been shown to use education as an indicator of quality because it is often associated with social status and intelligence, both attributes that are highly sought after. But And men get there, it just takes them later it in takes life. Them. Yeah. Hmm. They're just looking at their boobies. Right, yeah. Then when you get to a certain age, you're like, eh, a brain would be cool, too. <laughs> it's a brain to go along with the yeah. boobs. Maybe we could have a conversation, too, that's not about cartoons. <laughs> I'm not sure the bar for being a decent partner could be any lower than this, but <laughs> here we go. <laughs> a new study out of uh, Baylor University in Texas found what you need to do when your significant other is going through a tough or stressful time to help them out. Ready for this? Apparently, you don't have to be extra nice to them. You don't have to be a little nice to them. The study found that all you have to do is not be terrible or mean to them. (laughs) It turns out that nice things you do, like the nice things you do, won't register with them or help them through the tough time. So, uh... Why even bother? So basically what this is saying is, uh, you know, you guys, you and you, you and your lady have been fighting. Mm-hmm. There's no need to go buy her flowers. There's no need it's, to go above and beyond. Yeah, it's just best to kind of let things lay. Be yeah. cool. Be, if they're so pissed off or they're going through a tough time and whatever, it doesn't even matter what you do. So why even put in the effort? But just don't be mean. Because if you're a jerk, that will register extra hard and make them feel worse. Plus, they won't ever forget you did that. So all you've got to do to support them through the tough time is be neutral. And things will be fine. I think that's a pretty good tip. Just be cool. Just be cool. (laughs) Just be cool. JBC, baby. Because I think sometimes, sometimes if you go above and beyond, it looks like patronizing. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, you're and, doing it just because. And I think something else, too. Um, you know, being somebody I've dealt with uh, some depression here and there and different things. I think when you're in a specific moment in your life where things are getting to you or pressure on you and then the other person goes above and beyond, you feel like more of a burden. That could be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big. I think that's a big part of what this is saying as well. Yeah, that could be as well. But just don't go over the line and just be a jerk, because that again, that will register and and be even worse. And they'll always remember that. Again, like Moon said, don't be mean. Don't go over the top. JBC, just be cool. Just be cute. <laughs>
Just be cool. Or maybe you could buy him this. It's the Rizzuto Show. The point. Oh, that was the uh, the wrong thing. I was going to talk about the sex toy of the week. That sounded good, though. <laughs> I meant to play. <laughs> Rewind. This. And now, the Roger Ebert of Dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. Kind of the, the thunder went out of it when I did the wrong thing. <laughs> I got a feeling the thunder's coming right back when Here it starts comes. description. This thing is ridiculous. The Zadoo Head Harness Plus. Oh, there no. This thing, I, I mean, it is. Okay, so first off, first and foremost, it's a ball gag, okay? Second, it is a strap that goes from the top of your forehead down to your nose. Then it kind of splits at the nose, and then it's a mouthpiece you know, that has like, a dildo on it. I mean, it, looks like, it looks like a mouth guard you'd wear like under a football helmet. Yes. But you have a dildo attached to it. Correct. <laughs> and, and, and and instead of on the chin, it's 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 the mouth guard. And, and you would get guard. fined by the NFL if you were wearing it. <laughs> yeah. so the now, price as long of, as it's team colors. <laughs> so the price of this thing is uh, $66. Uh, $66. Average review, four out of five stars. Review comes from Fiona, and the stars from this review are four stars. Here is what Fiona has to say. I want to see what Fiona looks like, by the way. Everybody, okay. please stop saying Fiona. I have a niece named Fiona. Can we please stop saying Fiona? Here's what Fiona has to Damn say. It. After trying a few gags with one strap around the lower head and finding them unsuccessful as the strap just slips down and the gag falls off, we looked forward to trying this full head one. The toy seemed smaller than expected, but was firm and had plenty of ripples. The gag was about the right size and fit. Okay. The smell of the leather straps was nice when wearing it and added to the kinky feeling, and the straps were not too hard to get adjusted. It was comfortable to wear if adjusted right with the straps stopping any movement. (laughs) During play, it was very kinky. You normally don't get the view I got when that act is happening. It's neat. The strap is a little flexible in that. It's not attached, so you need to tighten her up if her, your partner is a wild one. Overall, excellent addition to our toy box and has many uses. Gives a new meaning to, to in soccer when they cross the ball and you score it with your forehead. That's a head and then your butt. I'll tell you what, that's a great review. Because it actually—it was very descriptive. It was very descriptive, um, but the the strap thing. When you look at this, you're like, "Is there a need for 15 straps?" But apparently there Fiona is. Fiona says yes. Yeah, that well, makes sense. Well, it keeps it all, you know, in place. Oh. I don't see how this could be comfortable in any way. This is a hell of a <laughs> neck workout. That's a great neck workout. It's ridiculous. I would call a chiropractor before using this. All right, there you go. The is it Zado? Is it? I said Zado. The Zado Head Harness Plus. Okay. Zippy Zadoo. <laughs> the Head Harness Plus is the sex toy of the week. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Do you everybody here remember, especially the uh, the the wedding DJ over here, the electric slide? Everybody remember that song? Oh, sure. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah man. One plot little piece? Yeah, if you don't mind, it'd be kind of cool of you to do that. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Is this a different mix? Sorry, the horns are a little late. I don't think I've ever heard the beginning of that song. That's pretty much it. You can't see it. It's electric. Woogie, woogie, woogie. (laughs) (laughs) I get it too. It's electric. 
The writer's name is Bunny Whaler. Bunny Whaler had to issue yet another statement last week saying, At no time have I ever lent credence to a rumor that that song is inspired by a vibrator. I saw this making its way online and was shocked because it makes sense. It really kind of sort of does. It does. Yeah, but it's oh, all about electric. electric a- it's Electric Avenue. It's a, from Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. That's that's where it comes oh, from. Oh, the inspiration? It's, yeah, it's kind of an ode to that sort of thing. Quote, to state otherwise is a falsehood and defends my legacy. The legacy of the singer Marcia Griffiths and tarnishes the reputation of a song beloved by millions of fans no, all over that. the world. Yeah, It's so. a national treasure. That's so why. whenever that comes on, if you ever looked around and went, yeah, I know what this is about, you're wrong. You're that's, wrong. that's one of the number one songs that is incorrectly titled. Everybody's like, boop, yeah, electric slide, play that for me. It's called Electric Boogie. Huh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, dropping the knowledge right there. My Thank God, goodness we that is the here. neatest thing I've ever heard. Guys, I just want to let you guys know that you could put that right in your back pocket so whenever you need it, you pull I'm it on I'm going to use that. The electric boogie, huh? Correct. Uh, Bruce Willis getting roasted on Comedy Central next month. Uh, one of the roasters will indeed be an old co-star of his who they didn't get along really well back in the day from Moonlighting. Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. They're going to roll Sybil Shepherd out for this. <laughs> five she a wheelchair? Years, uh, five years together from 85 to 89. Other celebrities that are going to be there. Ed Norton, Kevin Pollack, Jeffrey Ross, of course, will be there. Uh, Dom Herrera and Nikki Glaser got a spot on this thing, which is going to, uh, which is kind of cool. The roast will air the 29th of July, be hosted by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who was in the movie Looper with Bruce. Like That's one of the reasons. Have you seen Looper? Big fan. Yes. I, I like love it. that movie. I actually saw that too, and I liked it. Loved it. It's good, huh? It's really it's good. Something I haven't seen. I'm, oh, you I'm really? You yeah. like it? Like it? You would definitely dig it. Hmm. I like JGL. There you go. That's all you need to know. I like Bruce Willis. Put two for two. Two for two. Who who, who directed that movie? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is it a is it a big one? I think so. Um, there was something about the uh, they did like a blue screen for his nose. I think it was. Yeah, he, didn't he bust up his nose or something like that? I don't remember what it was or why. Ryan Johnson? Oh, he's the guy that did Star Wars. That's right. He did He did Star Wars, The Last oh, Jedi. I didn't know that, Tony. Thanks for telling me I that know. for the first time. I was time. the first that one to really say that on the show. Yeah, right there. I said it. <laughs> what was the name of the sex toy? What was this? The, the Ryan sc- Johnson. The Skadoodle? The, the Zadoo Head Harness Plus. And it was leather, correct? Yeah, oh yeah. This story. And I'd love for you guys to look up this guy. A UCLA professor died during a BDSM session at the home of a Hollywood executive, and his name, Skip Chasey. Look at this guy. We don't don't have a safe word. Skip Chasey, C H A S E Y. And you look him up on Weather, or I'm sorry, Leatherpedia, as in Wikipedia, Leatherpedia. Oh boy. So Chasey worked for the William Morris Endeavor, if you remember that That, place. That's a big big agency. Big place, yeah. So uh, Mark Ebner was the first to break this news. So check this out of the death of Dr. Doran George, 48 years old. And Mark's got this podcast called The Gray Zone. So the two were allegedly in Chasey's basement. Skip Chasey's basement, which was outfitted like a dungeon when George died wrapped, quote, head to toe in plastic wrap and gaffer's tape with small breathing holes. 
He was also wearing a locked metal chain around his neck, according to the autopsy report. The autopsy found that his cause of death may have been, quote, recreational mummification bondage. I've seen stories like this before where somebody does a saran wrap Mm -hmm. and... They can't breathe and they kill themselves. Yeah, I mean, if you look, this guy's profile on that leatherpedia.com, I mean, he's got a different name for all of this and all the things that he has done. He's huge in this world. You know who he looks like? Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. There's a story of a guy like being saran wrapped to a weight bench, like a workout bench. And like, that's how he was found. And he was dead, just died. Just died. Wow. He was a member of Play, which is People of Leather Among You. That is a lifestyle that I just... When regular sex is just not good enough. Right. It's like, I have been horned up. I'm okay okay with what's going on at the Riz house. Yeah. (laughs) I'm okay with the stuff outside of the dungeon being just fine. That's all cool. (laughs) So this William uh, uh, Morris agents or Endeavor had to put out a statement. Quote, while we were unaware of the circumstances surrounding this personal matter until now, we understand that the uh, police file is closed and no charges were brought. You know what? I always think with stuff with, with, with stuff like that, God forbid something does go sideways. And I got kids. Yeah. And oh, when your somebody dad asks what how happened? your dad passed, yeah. I was saran wrapped Ooh. to a weight bench. He d- <laughs> didn't even know he worked out. <laughs> no, nope. nope, didn't. It's worked out that one time. Uh, this is uh, from the not always reliable Us Weekly, but it claims that Owen Wilson could have a baby on the way that he was not expecting. Supposedly, a pregnant woman reached out to him claiming uh, that uh, she's got a baby and it's his, and Owen has agreed to take a paternity test. Oh, Owen Wilson's having a baby? Oh, wow. 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 Okay. Thank you. What do you think his wow is going to be like if he turns out to be the dad? Wow. Wow. He's already got two kids, two different baby mamas, two different ex-girlfriends. He's got a seven-year-old son and a four-year-old son, again, with two uh, different uh, baby mamas. Uh, we haven't spoken about Andy Dick for a while, so... Uh, How's he doing? He's facing charges for allegedly groping a complete stranger on the streets of L.A. Cops say a woman filed a police report saying he squeezed her butt twice as he walked past her on the side. I don't mean to laugh at, at that, but just the fact that he did it twice, that wasn't good enough. This happened back in April. You know why you kind of chuckle? It's because when that happens and you go, oh my God, who is Oh, Andy. Oh, it's Andy Dick. It's Andy. That's, that's our Andy. <laughs> that's a sh- Los Angeles, hello. She also said that he made uh, lewd comments. The L.A. city attorney charged Mr. Dick with misdemeanor sexual battery as well as misdemeanor simple battery for allegedly touching the woman. And remember, Andy's wife not too long ago said that, yes, he is back to drinking again. So I'm sure the two are probably related. Uh, And speaking of deaths, for most music fans over the last uh, few decades, purchasing CDs was ingrained in our systems, right? Remember, oh man, this band came out with this and I'm going to go and get the CD, right? And you go home with it in your hand and you open it up and you read the lyrics and all the liner notes and everything while you're listening to it. Uh, Well, obviously, streaming has essentially eliminated the need for physical copies of uh, music anymore. And now Best Buy 
has now finally said and finally done no more CDs at their place. Remember not too long ago they said this summer would be the last summer of ever of CDs in their stores. And this past weekend was the last days of buying a CD at Best Buy. That's it. They announced it in February and this past weekend was the last time. At the mid-year point in 2017... Word came out that streaming services accounted for 62% of the total market. Physical sales, on the other hand, accounted for only 16% of the overall uh, sales. And reports are, are floating around also that Target will be next to no longer sell CDs. Hmm. So, interesting. I didn't even know Target still sold CDs. I only I, know that because I, I was recently in one, and I went by there and went, oh, wow, they still have CDs here. <laughs> you know what's crazy? As I was walking right past. And you have bands like a Tool, who... They don't, they don't put their stuff on iTunes. Yeah. Or they don't put their stuff on on Spotify. So or yeah. You can't get it. They're you can't get it unless you go buy a physical CD. They have to. Are they? I mean. Yeah. Because they, they have a new record coming out next year. Yeah. Okay. By then, good luck, man. What do you mean by then, good luck? They're not gonna. They're not gonna. If they do just strictly physical, they're not gonna. Uh, I'm telling you, they're not gonna sell it. Yeah, mm. yeah, and I, I every once in a while, like a perfect circle of spot, you know, come up on my Spotify. But oh it's, no, no, it's it's a perfect circle. circle. Yeah. Uh, so also, really quickly here, Rolling Stone decided to rank the 100 greatest songs of the century so far. Keeping in mind, this is Rolling Stone. I have the audio of the top five in there. If you want to run through them real quick. Uh, yeah. So it's the it's the top songs of the century so far. So we're 18 years in. Right. So think about the best songs in the past 18 years. Oh man! I mean, I have you seen this list? No. Is this is it going to be something like Uptown Funk or Uptown it's, Funk is number twenty five on the list? It's along the all five of the top of the top songs. You know, okay, and all it's right. nothing smug. Yeah, nothing it's not very smug. Rolling Stone ish. I'm trying to think. Is it something with uh, Adele? Yep. No. Gonna, oh, really? Uh, something with Beyonce? Yes. Really? Okay. Uh, is it Halo or is it no, it's single, all ladies? The single Ladies? Nope. Is it those aren't to the left, to the left? Nope. Put your box to the left. Um, I'll say that Beyonce has got the number one like song, her, by the way. Beyonce has the number one. The well, best song of the century so far. Diva? Nope. Is it the uh, Baby Boy? Nope. It's this one. Yes! This Bonnie so and, uh, Love got me crazy. Something. Crazy in Love. I love that song. That's a good one. Anything else? Any um, other? Uh, any other? Is guesses? it along that? That is it along that? Like the like the well, Beyonce. Her, her partner. Her partner has the number five song. Jay Z with uh, ninety nine problems. If you having girl problems, oh, wow. I feel bad for you, son. I, I got, got ninety nine problems, but a chain one. I got the rap patrol on the yeah, one of my favorite Okay, number two. Yeah, give us hints. I like hints. Number two is a song. This would really be her biggest mainstream song. Hollaback Girl. No. It is her last big video was very controversial, which showed redheads being killed. What? Wow, how specific was that? We talked about it. Is this uh, Britney or Christina or nope. somebody like that? Nope. Again, this would be her biggest song, her biggest mainstream song. Ring the register. Am I eh? 
No one on the corner has swagger like us. Hit me on the number two. For number two, I think it's not smart. Back in the Rolling Stone territory. Maybe not number two, but it was a that was a pretty big song when it came out. Yeah, but not top twenty is as smug as all get out now. All right, number three. Lady Gaga. No. Damn it. Number three is something this station plays. Imagine Dragons. Nope. How is it how is Lady Gaga not on there with uh, what was her first hit? Poker Face? Yeah. No, 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 no. The, the, the first one. I think that was the first one. No. That's the first one I knew anyway. No, but. that was that was number two or three. The first one was something about the dancing and DJ. Just dance. Yeah, just dance. Yeah. No, I was not on there. Bad Romance by her is number 21 on the list. Oh, okay. Yeah, find out what Lady Gaga's first single was. I thought it was, it was No, just, no dance. It was just Dance. Um, all right, number three is a no longer together group, duo. Something we played on this radio station. Still no play it. No longer together duo. Still play it a lot. We play it a lot. I was just going to say uh, maybe a thrift shop. But... A stadium anthem at this point. White Stripes, 79. That's fine. Okay. That's number three. Number four. Right tone. That, that that belongs. I'll give it that, yeah. Top five. Number four. I love this song. Uh these guys. It's it's a it's a hip hop group. From Atlanta. Outcast. Outcast. What song? Caroline. Bombs over Baghdad. Nope. Rosa Parks. No. I think like the, the way most, you move. Think about the most mainstream song. Hey ya. So it's Crazy in Love, Paper Planes, Seven Nation Army, hey, uh, 9 to 9 problems. I agree Paper with planes. all the top five except for Paper yeah, Planes. Yeah, that doesn't even belong in top 100. Yeah. Okay. Crappy Birthdays, Margot Robbie is uh, 28, Lindsay Lohan 32, Ashley Tisdale is 33, Michelle Branch 35, Jose Canseco 54, Larry David is 71, and today's Burton Birthday of the Day. Man is a NASCAR legend. He retired after the 92 season with 200 wins. That's almost twice as many as the next driver on the list, Richard Petty, 81 years young. All right, what was the first Lady Gaga single? It was uh, the one that he oh, was just saying. Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Julie Knight. Today's birthday girl has seen more balls than a crowd watching a 100-man Roman candle salute in 30, uh, 396 fine films, including Pull My Hair and Call Me Stupid, Rectal Rooter, Volume 4, Tinkle Time, Volume 3, Toilet Bowl, Bitches, and Who Can Forget Her Unforgettable Role in On Your Knees, Bitch. <laughs> I mean, every single one of those titles. How do you walk away with any sort of self-esteem? Mm -mm. And there's one that I did not say that is is, is terrible as well, that uh, I kind of... I well, guess. we do have a not safe for work porno birthday today. That's up there. Yep, so you can check, check that out on, on the socials. Uh, Julie Knight, forty years old. That's your porno birthday, crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. You know, we're getting some great reactions I'm seeing on social media about the walk video, the Patrico and Jeff Burton walk punishment video. That's up there for you. Enjoy that. What is it? Nine minutes long? Yeah, just mm -hmm. under ten minutes. Yeah, it really tells a story. You guys started here at Union Station, walked to the Hubbard Building in Creve Court. 15.2 miles. The struggle was real that day, folks.
The struggle was real. And the video captures it all. Truly does. From you guys walking to uh, our just amazing listeners helping along the way. Crazy. Crazy indeed. Yeah. And what a journey it was. So it's on the show blog, all that stuff, the socials. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Everywhere. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. All right, let's do some news. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. That's uh, okay. For you later. But- oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. The buttons are next to each other. My oh, okay. fat fingers. Hey, before you get started in our first news, we were uh, we ended up talking about Amazon and are they still using USPS? And yes, they are, are still using USPS. And somebody updated us because Tony said, you know, I wish because we were talking about unmarked cars. You had noticed an unmarked car in a driveway. Yeah. Um, and Tony said, you know, they should have like those pizza boxes up on, on I mean, not a pizza box, but like a... Like the sun, a, like, if Domino, like if you're using your car to deliver Domino's pizza, you put the I think old I Domino's thing here. on top. Yeah, and uh, listener Heather called in and said that one of the reasons they don't do that is because they don't want people... Uh, Knowing that there are packages in there. Oh, that's right, that's and following point. them and stealing, stealing that's a the great That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What we said before, now Amazon wants you to start a company so you can deliver in your area and bid on a contract to do so. They said, if you have a fleet of 40 cars, you can make about $300,000. Which, 40 cars, a lot of cars. That is. That's enough to uh, do the car payments for all of those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I had said, you know, sometimes you see in neighborhoods just regular cars pull up, open up the trunk, and there are like 50 Amazon packages in there, and somebody not in uniform delivering them. Yep. A, A woman in Texas recently posted uh, pictures of uh, a shaving cream hack that can supposedly cure a sunburn. I don't know if you saw this. And the photos have been making the rounds on Facebook for the past week. And the hack is pretty simple. You just take menthol shaving cream, smear it on your sunburn, and wait 30 minutes before rinsing it off. That's it. Get out of here. You just have to use the menthol shaving cream, and it and it supposedly helps your sunburn heal faster. Get out of so here! So the question is, does it really work? No, it makes it. I'm sure it makes it feel better because it's cooling, but the, you're burned. You don't. Your body heals itself at a particular way in a particular time. That's not going to accelerate that. The question is, does it work? Does it heal your sunburn faster? And the answer is yes and no. Okay. That clears it up. No way that works. A professor of dermatology, guy from Wake Forest, talked to health.com. And despite some of the claims that I've seen online, maybe you've seen it too, it won't magically cure sunburn, but it might help with the pain. So does it pull the heat out and that's what helps? If it's menthol, it's just cooling. It might help with the pain and help it heal a little faster. The number one ingredient is water, which helps hydrate your skin. And there's usually palm oil or coconut oil in there too, which helps repair it. So in essence, it does the same thing as aloe, but the menthol also creates a cooling effect that can help with the pain. See, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, in this aloe, I mean, it's it's, it's the same same thing thing as aloe. It's a lot messier. Yeah. yeah. With aloe, you just put it on and then you go about your day. With this, you got to put it on and now yeah, I got whatever, now I got shaving cream on my shoulder for thirty minutes. Whenever we go to the you know the beach or you know on vacation, we always take a thing of aloe and put it in the fridge. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, the best. Yeah. Oh, that feels good. Oh, it's the best. That is the best. And then now all of a sudden with the shaving cream, now you smell like grandpa for the next yeah. month. <laughs> but whenever you have the really cold aloe, you go, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's that initial, no, 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 no. Yeah, be easy, be easy, be easy. Okay, put more, put more, put more, put more. In other words, it's a good substitute if you don't have any aloe sitting around. And you might even like it better. Just don't expect to uh, magically cure your sunburn overnight because that's not going to happen. You guys use shaving cream? Yes. When I shave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I couldn't tell you the last really time I put don't. shaving cream on. I do. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to shave, though. I mean, like. I was doing endorsements for, I think it was Dollar Shave Club or uh, one of those, one of those services. Harry's. And they sent me a whole kit of stuff. Yeah, it was Harry's. Yeah. Like some great shaving cream. So I don't. I didn't. I, I haven't gone out and bought shaving cream in a long time. But I use it. Yeah, I typically shave in the shower, so I just use conditioner. So by the way, with this, with the shaving cream hack with the sunburn, the before and after photos that went viral make it seem like the woman's sunburn faded away in thirty minutes, but but they were actually taken three days apart. No. Hmm. Oh, so it could have faded even without the shaving cream. So we're gonna give it a. Get the f*** out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And now one final thing before we get on to sports. Anybody remember the name Rafaela Vasquez? When I tell you what she did, you'll remember. No idea. She was the woman who was behind the wheel when the self-driving Uber car, which she was supposedly keeping tabs on, Uh, hit and killed a pedestrian. This is the Phoenix one? Yeah. Yeah, in Arizona. This was in March. Remember, they halted the self-driving program after this happened? Well, last week, police revealed that Rafaela was streaming the voice on her phone through Hulu in the moments leading up to the woman's death. Oh, my. So she was supposed to be paying attention and be there because they were doing test runs. But she was streaming the voice. She was watching the voice. And she now could face charges of vehicular manslaughter. As the accident has been deemed, quote, entirely avoidable. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. It and sucks that... all around. Do you remember do you remember the video though? Oh yeah. I mean, that gal did come out of nowhere. Yes. But at the same time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should have been paying attention. Yeah, if her eyes were up, she probably would have seen it. Maybe faster than we saw it on the camera. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, this is for you. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season is going to be bigger, better, and faster. I'm just going to kind of fly through the transactions made yesterday, specifically uh, as pertaining to the Blues. So they re-signed David Perron, who just came off a great year with the Vegas Golden Knights. Third time's a charm. Also, they signed Tyler Bozak, who played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and Chad Johnson, a backup goalie. Uh, he was signed to a two-way contract as well. Remember during the uh, the Golden Knights, their push through the playoffs. Perron had a had a great playoff. He sure did. He had a great year yeah. last year. 
He uh, also was a healthy scratch during the playoffs once that, or twice, that too. That is correct. Uh, saying goodbye to the Blues, uh, friend of the Riz Show, Carter Hutton, has signed with Buffalo, and Kyle Brodziak has signed with the Edmonton Oilers. Big trade happened last night. Patrick Berglund, Vladimir Sabotka, Tage Thompson, and two picks on their way to Buffalo. In exchange, we get Ryan ah! O'Reilly. Oh. Uh, he was a member of the Avs and the Sabres and had 55 points in each of his last five seasons. Well, that Tage Thompson kid was kind of a bust last year, wasn't he? Kind of, yes. Yeah. He's still got so much upside, it's ridiculous. Yep. Really? He's moves. very young, though. He's got great hands. Great hands and a really good shot, too. I think and he's, he's handsome, be, right? He is. And he's gorgeous. <laughs> he's a good hockey player, too. Two big free agents who have signed with teams. John Tavares signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Seven years, $11 million a year. And uh, James Neal signed with the Flames. Five-year deal for him. Speaking of huge mega deals, NBA LeBron James has signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. That deal, four years at $154 million. Uh, we talked about the Cardinals earlier. They had a terrible series against the Braves. They are in Arizona tonight, 840. Carlos Martinez gets the start. Uh, the PGA Quicken Loans National Tournament wrapped up yesterday. Francisco Molinari picked up his uh, win, 21 under par for the win. Francisco Molinari. Uh, Tiger Woods finished tied for fourth with uh, 11 under. And finally, the House.com 400 was yesterday from I Chicago. I celebrate Land. by throwing the meatballs. Physicality. <laughs> hey. Uh, Chicago Land Speedway took place. The uh, f- the House.com 400. Kyle Busch took the checkered. Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., and Clint Boyer rounded out the top five. Coke Zero 400 is this upcoming weekend. Saturday night, a little night racing for you. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. All right. 948 on this Monday. One final look at your traffic and weather. Here's Patrico. This guy totally tried to touch my ding dong. Coming up. The Rizzuto Show. All right. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango next. Donnie, good morning. Happy Monday, boys. And to you as well. Hey, Donnie. It's a short week. Are you taking how many days off this week? I'm just taking Wednesday off. Oh, that's it? But I've got, uh, I'm going to take a uh, vacation in the next couple of weeks. Oh. Uh, So I got one, uh, I got one in the horizon. I'm all right. Where are you going? Are you going somewhere special? Oh, no, dude. It's it's your, uh, it's your standard staycation. I got you. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. No, it's all right, man. Well, I've got something to announce. Ooh. This man on Friday, another week in rage. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. And uh, it was already going to be a busy one, but I'm going to have to pare back because on Friday, uh, I went to the ball game and legitimately, maybe, probably the single most embarrassing thing that has ever happened, happened to me happened there. And... Save it. You know, man. And Save like it. and this whole rage though, like I will say, like a lot of times, you know, that it's me just like lashing out at people. I think the one person that's lashed out the most at in this weekend rage on Friday will be myself. So uh oh, so, oh no no, no but oh, don't no, beat don't yourself do it up. like that. Oh, no, I don't want oh, like that. Donnie, He's not beating himself up. He's just using funny. this as to, to, to oh, no. external event. No, this isn't me like like, 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 uh, like, uh, you know, dogging. I'm just saying, like, I did a lot of silly things, and yeah. I'm going to, uh, to, to let, to let it fly. But it'll be a good one on Friday. Man. I look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It's Friday with Donnie Fandango. What do you got coming up today? Uh, today we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, including Greta Van Fleet. What did you guys say? Uh, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love this. Also, um, we got to talk about the Warp Tour. I'm broadcasting live tomorrow. It's the very last Warp Tour, traveling Warp Tour ever. So I got a question for those of you that have been to the festival before that I'm going to need your input on. Also, we'll talk uh, sharks and stupidity. We'll do sports later. I'll give away some Evanescence 30 seconds to Mars tickets. I got a lot to do, god dang it. All right. Well, let's get to it. 
All right. Uh, blog and podcast for you, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you, King Scott. Moon? Crap on celebrities, sexy time fun facts. We talked about some July 4th stuff. Uh, a Twitter typo or a snafu from the uh, from NPR. Pretty awesome. Hilarious. Uh, the most annoying habits of bad neighbors. We talked about that as well. And then, of course, we have the Riz Walk, the video one of the best videos ever produced by Video Ben and uh, and this here radio station, all on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash this here radio station. Right here. That's uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Oh, yeah. Patrico, video of the day. Video theme this week is unconventional explosions. And what I mean by that is how many rubber bands does it take to explode a full can of Coca-Cola? Find out today on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash. Mm-hmm. All right, events to tell you about. Jeff, Patrico. Lux, Big St. Charles Motorsports, the July Bike Night is Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, I will be at the Fox Pole location in Cottleville, the newest location on Mid Rivers Mall Drive. 20% off fixing your uh, damaged phones and uh, tablets that day from 2 to 4. That's a Friday Fox Pole in Cottleville. Friday, Patrico is at the Dirt Cheap in O'Fallon, Missouri from 5 to 7. Uh huh. And Saturday, myself and Jeff Burton at the Hot Shots in Fenton for their Summerfest event that'll be from 2 to 4. That's going to be a fun one. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Scott Finn one more time. He's from uh, Washington, Missouri, and he wants to hear this song. And we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.